Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? Hopefully everybody can hear us out there. Hopefully we don't have the same issues we did on the last two streams because <laughs> we don't do a lot of streaming. It's been, I think, two streams now in the past six months or something like that. So anyways, we're getting some of the rust off and uh, get our uh, good buddy or Scott at uh, Woke Societies, man. I appreciate you coming on and look forward to chatting with you and hearing about, um, you know, all the stuff that's been going on in your world and how YouTube is uh, kind of giving you the old kick to the nads, man. That sucks. So thanks for coming on, man. What's what's going on? Hit us with it. Hey, Rob. <laughs> Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, bringing me on here. It's uh, my boy Methods that I do a show with. Uh, he had me come on. He told me, "Hey, there's this guy. There's a cool guy I know named Robert. He's uh, he's he's bringing on the outlaws, the terrorists that YouTube uh, heard on the 15th, and uh, I just need as much help as I possibly can get right now because the corporations uh, deem me as a as a threat apparently and a terrorist. And I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating the emails that I've gotten." Um, and here I am, and I, I lost a channel of 108,000 subscribers that I built in just just a little over a year and a half, and uh, it was taken away along with about 25 to 30 other big channels out there. So this is where I'm at right now, and it's kind of weird being on uh, back on YouTube here just for the moment. It's almost like I'm in enemy territory, and I feel like an outsider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they haven't been so kind to us either. Yeah, they uh, they removed us. They took down our channel, I think, in November or December of last year. Then they took down. We got it back. Um, had uh, a couple of big uh, crypto um, agencies do write ups and whatnot. So we got the channel back. Then um, what happened? Then they took down like 20 to 100 of our videos. It was like 100 videos they took down, but then they put back like 80 or I forget. It was a mess. And they started flagging us. And so anyways, our, our days are probably numbered here, too. And, you know, Zach's a good buddy and Methods is awesome. And I figured, you know what? So as long as we're here, people need to get their voice out. And uh, right now is the most important time in our history. And it's very important that uh, people like yourself are heard. And not not because you're 100% right on anything, right? But people's voices shouldn't be censored. Everybody should be able to talk. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or conservative or freaking Martian, man. You should be able to have, you know, the right to, the right to you know, free speech as long as you're not, like, threatening people or doing something crazy like that, right? Just talking about politics, shouldn't be deemed as like hate speech or any of that kind of stuff. And the, the fact that they're censoring people like the New York Post, which they finally, like Twitter finally, you know, let post again today, just kind of goes to show you, you know, when you turn the light on them, you know, they're like, oh, crap, they caught us, right? So uh, it's going to be curious to see what happens with um, with everybody's lawsuit, you know, against uh, Google and, um, you know, what's going to come from that, plus, you know, Trump with the 230. What, what are you personally doing right now? Uh, to kind of keep your 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 voice out there and to uh, be able to interact with you know all your family and everybody. The only thing I have left right now, man, is Twitter. I, I've been I've literally been taken off probably at least by now eight or nine different platforms, all all mainstream. Now Facebook nuked my account, um, my business account in August, and my personal account with it um, because it was tied to my channel. And obviously, you can see. I have the flag back here, and uh, the, these these people do not like anything that's referenced them at all. And this, this is what this is where we're at right now. This whole entire movement that I call it is being used as a scapegoat um, for these people, while the real the real murderers are outside uh, burning down businesses and doing real damage. Um, we got caught up in all that, and somehow we, we're being labeled as the terrorists ourselves. So. Um, yeah, I have almost nothing left as far as social media. I don't know how I'm still left on Twitter. I have no idea. Um, 
But basically, man, I'm on all these backup platforms right now, all these new platforms that uh, Patriots are building. And uh, I've been in contact with these CEOs and there's been, there's been a complete outreach of, uh, of support. Um, John, just from my fans, but from our entire community as, as a whole, because all these channels, we all talk to each other. Like you said with Red Pill, with Zach, we're all in, we're all in circles together, talking to each other all the time about what's going on. And um, as far as that lawsuit, I'm part of that lawsuit as well. And uh, when, when that came across the board, I, I mean, I wasn't sure about it at first because I didn't really know who the lawyer was. And I wanted to make sure we weren't getting taken advantage of because I really feel like next year is going to be the year of lawsuits, especially if Trump gets back in and that 230 is revised. It's going to open the door, man. It's going to be a bloodbath. So I got to know her a little bit. She's a great lawyer. She's right from California. She's fantastic. She understands who we are, what we're about. She's all about um, freedom of speech. And she knows that's getting trampled on right now. And uh, that's that's where we're at right now. So we're just trying to build up on all these alternative platforms right now. And really, I think this is going to end up being the best thing for our movement to actually cut ourselves off from these platforms. Because when we're on these platforms, we don't really own it. You know what I mean? When I was on YouTube, I knew like they could cut me off any time. I have no, I have no control of that. So now we're going to be in a place where we're going to have control of our uh, of our uh, platforms again. We're going to build a new media. That's what I'm going to do anyways. I love it. You know, it's something I've talked about for a couple of years now, uh, especially in blockchain. So I don't want to bore anybody here with all the specifics, you know, as far as, um, geez, I thought I just got cut off. No, pop-ups. Anyways, um, you know, I want to bore people with that blockchain. That's probably not their thing. But one of the one of the beautiful things about something you could do with blockchain is imagine if you had a platform where your your subs, your family, all the people that subscribe to you, you actually own all that content. You own access to these people. So you could take them to any platform you wanted. So in other words, if you built an audience on YouTube, you could take that audience that you built there and then put them into, you know, something else like CloudHub or one of these other guys, one of these, you know, Red, Red Pill, is that what it is? Um, Redpill.net? Is that the new one or Pill.net? Yeah, Pill.net was originally my sponsor. Uh, that's a whole other story in itself. But yeah, they're great. We're on oh, there too. Gotcha. So, I mean, imagine if you're able to take your family and all your subs over to these other platforms. So you could kind of do that using blockchain. But that's something I talked about for years and nobody thought, you know, it really meant anything until now. Now they're like, I just lost access to every single person I've been talking to for three years. Plus all the yeah. channels I was subscribed to for three years or whatever. Now they're gone. You know what I mean? So it's, it is a big deal. And so it's really important that we're able to, you know, stay connected, you know, with, with our fam, you know, with all the, all the people that, you know, tune in and, um, there definitely needs to be some some alternative uh, platforms for sure. So, what is the one right now? CloudHub is that the one people are really you know uh, excited about? Yeah, that's uh, that's the one we're all on right now. Jeff, the CEO, has been fantastic ever since uh, we were all purged. He reached out to all of us and made sure that uh, he knew we were he was there. And he, him and his team have been nothing but exceptional. They built our channels for us, pretty much no effort on our end, and uh, it's it's been great. It's been we're streaming there. Um, I know you just brought up blockchain. We're on DLive. DLive has been probably the, the top alternative right now. And uh, I didn't know any, really anything about DLive. I was always uh, restreaming on them for a while, but I never really paid attention to it. But now that's like our main, main hub and, and for people to access this really easy. And it's, I think that's built on blockchain um, for what I know, because people, people like, are like those hey. lemons, huh? <laughs> yeah, people are throwing <laughs> lemons and fruit and cars at me and shit. I was like, what? <laughs> When I get over to DLive, I'm like, this is a circus, but I actually kind of like it. It's actually a lot of fun with the uh, gifts and the stickers they do in the chats. Um, and and kudos to DLive, man. They accepted me as an affiliate, so I'm on my way to be a partner. And they didn't have to do that. 
because they knew they had to have known when red pill and all of us came on their site they had to have known a huge spike in traffic and they're like okay they could have easily just okay we got to get rid of these guys but they've been accepting of us so and that i don't i don't really know too much about crypto or blockchain but they're built on that supposedly and their platform has been great yeah that's for another conversation but you know blockchain definitely is the future there's good forms and bad forms just like anything else but the main thing is is having a platform you don't have to worry about being censored on down the road you know like youtube started out pretty cool and then now look at it (laughs) right so you got to make sure whatever it is you're signing into signing up for promoting they don't go the way of jacket twitter you know what i mean so you know, things like that can happen. So that's why decentralized blockchain is would be awesome for, for everybody that uh, creates any kind of content. So, but anyways, man, so what's uh, what's going on in the world, man, the, w- the way you see it? How do you see this election unfolding? How do you see, uh, you know, these uh, all these fake polls? You know, what's what's some of your thoughts? And I get people all the time that tell me, oh, God, I hope Trump wins. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's already won. I mean, he's already got like 41 states in the bag. What are you worried about? It's like, oh, my God, I watched the news. I'm like, well, that's your first problem. You know, <laughs> you just turn off the yeah. damn TV for the next three or four days. But what's, what's kind of your take on, on all this stuff that's going on right now? Yeah, right now, man, the world, this is probably the craziest year, probably for most of our, most of us, along with COVID and everything else that was going on. And uh, honestly, man, I I feel like, like you said, Trump's already won this. You can just, there's always, uh, like when you watch sports, they say, do they pass the eye test? Trump is definitely passing the eye test with uh, what we're seeing on the streets. People uh, just with these grassroots efforts, just in my local little town itself, they organized um, this this little get together on um, their caravan, they call it the Trump caravan. And hundreds of people from all over the county uh, showed up in this parking lot and they all w- drove around, man. And you were seeing these videos all over the place, especially people in Florida doing the boat parades and everything where you don't see shit going like that for, uh, for Biden. Well, a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I saw, you know, a couple hundred, you know, cars, you know, chasing Biden's van down or his bus down, you know, saying Trump 2020. (laughs) He had a couple hundred people with him. They just happened to be Trump supporters. (laughs) Yeah, man, I saw the uh, there was the hearse, uh, the Trump hearse car. (laughs) I saw the video where the bus was running red lights to try to get away from. And now there's like hundreds of car (laughs) trucks behind him. So, yeah, man, that's just the funny thing. But um, as far as the polls, like you said, people that are watching the TV and the news, even paying attention to these polls look what happened in 2016 the polls had hillary blowing trump out and it's the same it's the same stuff now but even the even what i call the fake polls are starting to get a reality check and saying that trump's closing in but trump's got this already man and it's 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 going to be a win in the bag and uh regardless of who wins it's going to be chaos i think um when the election after the election hits because if if trump wins the dems are going to say he cheated uh russian interference all that stuff and uh, Antifa and BLM are already planning uh, riots to uh, completely, you know, cut off everyone in the, around the White House. And they're planning on beating it apparently now. So it's going to be a shit show, dude, regardless. But Trump's got to win. Trump, yeah. Trump and we're all, we're all screwed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, I, I took a lot of crap back in 2016 when I, when I told everybody, I'm like, look, Trump's going to win. He's got this. They thought it was crazy. Then come election day, when he won, all I did was post a bobblehead of Trump with two middle fingers instead <laughs> of told you, you know, because <laughs> nobody believed me then. And now everybody, you know, they're most people, I think, you know, if they're if they're really being, you know, I guess, honest with themselves, they realize that Biden's a joke, that this whole thing is, you know, the, the craziest election that's ever happened. And Trump is going to win. And everything that the Democrats have 
you know, basically accuse Trump of is just pure projection. It's everything that they're guilty of. So when they say that he's cheated or he had to cheat to win, well, that's the only reason why they won the popular back in 2016. And if you look at things like Project Veritas, you follow O'Keefe, you follow him? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. What they exposed lately, my God. I mean, you can see that it's this stuff is just rampant. It's and it's usually always on the Democrat side. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a crap ton of dirty Republicans out there that probably do the same thing. But when you're looking at like uh, Biden's campaign, didn't they just get caught with like seven hundred and fifty thousand like uh, ballots? You know, the camp one of the campaign you know managers or somebody on Biden's yep. team in Travis County, Texas, like seven hundred and fifty thousand yep. ballots plus stacks of credit cards or stra- stacks of IDs. Then you have the other stuff in Texas where he just released that like this week. You had him with Ilhar Omar there in Minnesota showing that rampant voter fraud there. I mean, he's just uncovering this stuff all over the place. And that's just one guy. You know what I mean? And then when you look at Trump, you know, that's one of the things that I've always been a little bit critical of Trump on. It's like, man, because I go to his rallies and, you know, I listen to him. It's like, dude, I really wish you would stop saying that you got a there's a waste paper basket with a couple ballots in it. Stop saying that because it makes it look really small. Say Biden. Biden's campaign just got caught red-handed with 750,000 freaking ballots. That's fraud. You know, say stuff like that, not this waste paper basket or, you know, this little stream. I mean, I love the guy more than probably anybody, but I'm just telling you, I really wish he would just, you know, be a little bit more damning with with his information. He has started saying, well, there was like 500,000 ballots that didn't have his name on it. Well, that's a good start. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, some, that's some fraud right there, right? So that's the only way they can win. So every time they say things like, oh, you know, it's the only one because of cheating you know that's what they're doing and they're getting caught and i've always said in the second term they burn so i think in the second term that's when he's going to go crazy that's when he's going to you're going to see the indictments that's when you're going to see people go to jail for all the voter fraud that's when you're going to see him go after the media that social media all these different platforms because if you remember in 2016 when he had you know like um who was it it was uh, Comey did something to uh, to Clinton like a week before, said he opened an investigation on her, and, he, and they said that's the only reason why he won, right? So I know that this time going around, he's not going to be saying stuff like, or he's not going to be doing things like that because, you know, he doesn't want uh, any appearance that he only won because of, you know, taking down, you know, you know some of the elites or whatnot. So I think in the second right. term, that's when they burn. Uh, what, what do you kind of think? Yeah, man, it's got to be the second term because, you know, it, it, even if you don't follow Q and everything going on, um, everything has been leading up to all the events that all the promises he made, all the things that he was talking about. Um, he's, he's come through on almost every single thing that um, he could And the second term. He doesn't have to worry about getting reelected. Right. So that's he doesn't have that pressure on his plate. And on top of it, when the red wave happens, it's going to be a big middle finger to the corporations and uh, these, these crazy left liberals saying this is truly what the country wanted a second time let alone the first time, the second time after he was dragged and his family was dragged through all these fake, uh, these investigations that came out to be nothing. And uh, the people, again, that, that were doing all these things, they themselves were participating in these acts, especially with Russia. We just found out everything on Hunter Biden and there was deals made with uh, with the Kremlin. There's legit evidence of this. And this is all the things that uh, was being blamed on Trump. So here we are in uh, 2020, and they still have not accepted the results of the first election. So I am I am so ready, man, for the liberal heads to explode. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if know on Tuesday night whether he's going to win or not. I hope to God he is, like you just said with the mail-in ballot stuff. Um, a lot of these Supreme Court cases are shooting down these extensions on uh, deadlines for these ballots because they're they're not having any part of it. And 
thank God that's happening. But like you said, I really feel like um, Trump has a handle on this and that he is waiting to expose the, this uh, this mail-in ballot fraud. Um, I think he has such a huge margin of victory. I don't think he's actually worried about um, them cheating because it's not going to be enough regardless. So I think he's kind of taking a step back a little bit. He's going to crush it. And then after the fact, he's going to be like, my people are here and this is what they saw. And now they're being investigated for uh, for uh, election interference, uh, for all that stuff. And I think that's what he's going to do. And uh, everything's going to fall right into place, man. That's right. That's right. I think it's where it's going. Yeah, because a lot of people don't understand, you know, that he just has to win the Electoral College. And from what I've been hearing, it's like 40 to 43 states already in the bag. So it's over. You know, what What I didn't, what I don't like to see, though, is the Supreme Court where they're, they granted like North Carolina here just recently, just like earlier today, um, you know, a, a nine day, I think it was extension, right? So I think it's like nine yeah. days or something like that. They can still keep counting ballots. So that, that hurts us in Congress and Senate, and you know. Obviously, it's going to hurt the electoral a little bit, but same thing in California. I think they got what seventeen days. There's a few states like that, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. He's still going to win the electoral period. It just kind of sucks for you know some of the races. Like I support a lot of candidates. I've done it over the years. This year, I've supported a crap ton more because we need a lot more patriots in office. So people, you know, like Joe down in California take to take out like Maxine, you know, so there's and so he's gonna have to wait like 17 days to find out like Tony Amador for Congress in San Joaquin County, you know, in Nevada, you know, that's that's a whole mess there with all those ballots. Like I'm supporting Big Dan and Eddie Orton and all those guys. These are like patriots. Uh, you ever seen Big Dan, the WWE guy, the wrestler? He's running for, uh, for Congress there in uh, in Vegas, basically. No, did he make that awesome video with the lion? I think that, that might have been him. Yeah, between him and Joe, they yeah, they've just been crushing it. So Joe's going after Maxine hard, and then uh, yeah. you know Dan Dan's going after I forget who who he's destroying, <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, not even it's like, not even close. Really, he needs some like really high quality uh, some ad, and he it remind me of the uh, Hangover scene where he wakes up and there's a uh, there's a lion in his room. I, I pr- he was a big dude, so I'm pretty sure that that was him, but. Uh, yeah, these the Republicans. I gotta be honest, man. They've been they've been these new Republicans that are coming up. They they look like they're a completely different class than what what would I call what a lot of us call the old guard. And uh, these are outsiders like Trump are. And you see how much damage Trump's doing to the uh, D.C. establishment. How much they hate him. This is why it's so important that he wins again, man. Because he's setting the stage and showing everyone this is how you deal with the media, the uh, the corrupt politicians on both sides. This is how you expose them. And I think that's uh, I think these I think these people coming up, this next generation is really seeing that and they're going to they're going to follow that fire, man. They're going to burn everyone with them. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at our founding fathers, they were basically a bunch of Trumps. You know, they were all successful dudes that just were tired of taking crap from across the pond and said enough's enough. So the new breed that we have coming up, you know, they're they're people that, um, you know, admire Trump. They admire, you know, our our Constitution. They uh, they see what's been going on. They see the rioting. They see the. You know, the, the craziness. I mean, when you look at like these, uh, the Democrats are always calling, you know, Republicans racist and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, back up, man. I mean, there's this article <laughs> that's out there that kind of goes through. I don't know if you've seen it. Let me see if I can put it here in the chat for everybody. So that way they don't think I'm just talking crazy here. But this is always something that, um, yeah, you guys should you guys should definitely check out this article right here. It goes through step by step and explains how from like 1857 the Supreme Court was seven of the nine justices being 
Democrats decided that Dred Scott, a black slave, was not a citizen but property. And it goes through just, you know, one after another, after another, after another, after another. Everything that the Democrats have done to the blacks. But this is the kind of stuff that they try to, you know, push on Trump and they try to push on Republicans or conservatives. And it's just that whole projection stuff. So you guys should all read that article because I'm telling you, like, there's... One of the greatest weapons we have is just, you know, knowledge and education. And people don't even realize that, like, Abraham Lincoln, you know, the guy who was trying to abolish slavery, the founder of the Republican Party, he had Biden up there on the debate stage calling him a racist and stuff. It's like, what is going on here, man? So you know, there's your own part of history. It yeah, that's <laughs> exactly, man. The the younger, you know, the younger, the younger kids that are coming up now, the younger adults, um, the conservatives, you know, they're they're kind of more along this uh, this mindset. You know, they're like, okay, hold on a second, <laughs> I call BS. So, yeah, and as long as you know, you got all these uh, Democrats in the pockets of, of big business and big corporate donors and stuff like that, you, you see like what happens with Hunter, right? You see what happens with Joe, where they've just been embezzling what appears to be billions and billions and billions of dollars from U.S. taxpayers from. God, I don't know, maybe 47 years. And, you know, it, that's just one guy. That's just one yeah. guy, right? How do we have all these Congress people and the senators and stuff that live like like Little Wayne or something like that, you know, and they're a public servant? Like, that's what they should be asking. It's like, wait a minute, Trump's lost billions to come run for office. You've made billions and you're a public servant. So how is this happening? But, yeah, hopefully right. those discussions are going to be a lot more prevalent, I think, uh, maybe in the second term. That'd be great. What do you think? It's got to be, man, because that's why I think it's not just Joe Biden. If you think it's just Joe Biden, you're, you're you're naive, man. It's all these all these people are in bed with each other. Like Nancy Pelosi's, uh, I think, nephew yep. uh, that's out there. Yeah, Feinstein. Yeah, yeah sure, but yeah, like Nancy Pelosi with um, you know um, the governor there, uh, Gavin Newsom. You know, nephew, it's, right? It's all in the family, man. It's it's absolutely nuts, and all these people are clearly out to enrich themselves. That's why it's a huge thing where they, where you look at uh, people's values prior and after um, when they go through um, being president or even in office, um, their net value seems to increase by like tenfold. And, uh, and like you said, opposite Trump, Trump took a huge hit to his business. Obviously um, he had everything. He, he, he didn't need to do this. He said that. And he and that one that last debate he had with Joe Biden was so awesome where he said, You were the reason, Joe, that I decided to do this. You and Obama. And I thought that was one of his best lines uh that he could have dropped in that debate because it's so true. Because he he didn't need to do this and he saw what was happening. He's like, Hey, I have all the money in the world. I I, I don't see things right. I love this country. It's given me everything I have. Let me give a little bit back. And that's been his uh that's been pretty much what his foundations, man. And he hasn't faltered yet, man. Yeah, he's definitely done everything that he said he would do and, and a lot more. And, you know, I get into arguments all the time with family members and, and friends and things like that. But what I find out, the reason why, you know, they're, it's, it's kind of like a one-sided argument. They just tell me I'm wrong and then I say, oh, hold on a second. Did you know that he actually did X, Y, and Z? I find the reason why these people are kind of upset with Trump is because they've just been tuning into the, the fake media. And so they don't really realize all the great things that he's done for this country far more than he ever said he would do. And then if you go back to him 20, 30 years ago, he's he's basically saying the same thing then that he's saying now, and he's just actually doing it now. And one of the things that I loved about in Art of the Deal, I don't know if you've ever read that book, but um, 
he talks about uh, military tribunals. So that was one of the things that he talks about there. Uh, he's got a lot of great books. Um, I don't know if, if, you've, if you've read any of his books, but yeah, he's a big wow. fan of military tribunals. And we haven't really seen any of those in the public eye. And so for all these people that keep saying, you know, when's something going to happen? That's great. You know, when's something going to happen? You know, when's, when's the perp walk coming? You know, all that kind of stuff. I always say second term they burn, but I have a feeling he's actually, if you read his books, everything that he says in his books is exactly what he's been doing as president of the United States. Everything that he said, hey, look, here's problem A, B, C, and D, and here's how I'm going to fix it, right? And then he lays it out in the book. And everything that he said in that book is what he's been doing as president. There's actually a playbook out there. You can go read it. So it's it's beyond art of the deal. Let me pull up the oh, the link for you guys here. That's why it's funny to me, man, that these Dems have not learned in the last four years and the media. Do you think they would try to do something different with their tactics to try to hurt Trump as much as as bad as they could instead of this whole Russia thing? That they should have stopped with Mueller um, when that whole thing happened and just tried to tried something else because Trump is. I always feel like man, he's ten steps ahead of these people, and he's always he always knows what's going to happen. And uh, that's that's really interesting. You said the tribunals because I, I thought I read somewhere that out in Gitmo they were trying to uh, approve this contract um, to have cameras or like a channel um, that you know people being taken out could be televised as part as part of an option. <laughs> and I could see Trump completely uh, run the money for that so he can have it on. <laughs> He's selling tickets. Minutes. He's like, forget the Super Bowl. Who yeah. wants to see Pelosi? Right. <laughs> There's a demo app with Trump's face on it. <laughs> you can uh, watch hangings and shit. Like I could totally see Trump doing that because, you know, these people, man, they're evil, man. They're, they're traitors. They are, they are the worst of the worst. And they've even called people out like General Flynn, people that have served this country, the, the, the Bubalini, the Bubalini guy, I could be uh, pronouncing that wrong. Tony, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Bobolinsky or something like that. Bobolinsky. Yeah. The man's got a 40 year career in the military and he was so pissed off because him and his family name, have all this uh, military history is getting smeared. And that's really what spurred him on to throw Joe under the bus because he's like, I, I'm a patriot. I've served this country. You did some really shady shit serving our country away. And I'm not having it. So I would love to see some retribution, man. I'm yeah. sure these people. 100%. Yeah. So Art of the Deal, everybody knows that book. But then Time to Get Tough, uh, Make America Great. You guys got to read that one. They actually have it on audiobook too for people that just want to, you know, drive or whatever, or just listen to it. That is his playbook. He's doing it line by line. I'm telling you, man, it's incredible. And you're right with uh, with Bobolinsky there. I mean, you know, I don't know if you heard, but the FBI today uh, confirmed that what was it the um, the wire? They actually had all the the wiring uh, information. You know, like all the the, the wires that took place. You know, for the yeah. Biden family and all these other <laughs> shady, let's just call them entities, they had that along with the laptop. So that was confirmed today that the FBI already had all this evidence. And so it's another reason why I think, you know, after he's reelected, Ray's got to go. You know, everybody, you know, I mean, everybody's got to go pretty much. You know, the CIA, the head, was it Hapler or whatever her name is? I forget. Uh, Hastel. I think her name's Hastel. Yeah, she's yeah. got to go. Ray, all those people, man, they, they got to go. We got to get new people in there for sure. But well, uh, what Ray lost me to is when he said Antifa was an idea. That 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 was it for me. When he, <laughs> when he said Antifa was an idea, and I'm thinking that the famous quote that's out there, everyone used on Twitter, ideas don't burn down buildings. Sure. So it's it's when that, that was it for me, man. So like you said, yeah, Ray, Ray's got to go. Haskell's got to go because all these people have been roadblocks, man. They've all been roadblocks to uh, all these things coming out. Yeah, and the FBI had that stuff since 2019. 
active investigation and the father is running to be president. How does that happen? Can you imagine if it was Junior or Eric, you know, or <laughs> even a little Baron? They'd be in prison right now. They would have been in prison years ago if that were the case. If Don Jr. had pictures of him with some Ukrainian hookers or something uh, with a crack pipe in his mouth. But you it, know, that that would have been it. Yeah, it's, it's really brilliant, though, what Trump is doing. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, we, we all want things to happen faster than they're happening. But if you look, you know, the whole way that he's he's run, he's always done it for the people. But he's all everything that he said, not only is he done, but everything that he th- said that was corrupt is now being proven to be corrupt. So whether it's the media, whether it's the tech giants, whether it's, you know, whether it's people within the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, our court system, you know, our voting system, he's exposing all of this stuff. It's all now getting sunlight. So in the second term, people aren't going to be, you know, really fighting him too much, not only because, you know, it's his last term, unless he decides to go 12 more years. But, uh, you know, (laughs) that's always great when he does that at the rallies. But, uh, yeah, you know, he'll be able to actually, you know, do stuff about this and he's not going to have the same kind of, you know, blowback because people have seen it firsthand. Not only have they seen the rioting and they've seen the lack of, you know, governorship or the lack of, you know, uh, mayors doing what they're supposed to be doing. People have seen all this stuff now. So in his second term, I think he's just going to start ripping the band-aids off of some of this stuff. And, you know, a lot of people are going to start to burn. That's, That's what I'm thinking for sure. But um, yeah, man, they had, like you said, they had to show people how bad this is. They had to, these Democrats, especially in New York, man, it's they, they, the New York City. I don't think, I don't think if it does get back to its former glory, it's going to take a long time. So many people moved out of the city up to where I live now because they just, they, they, they couldn't in the city, even up here, it's a little bit, um, as far as the COVID restrictions, you can still go inside of a restaurant. It's, you can stand up, you have to have a mask on, but when you sit down, you can take it off. It's really dumb, but, you know, this, people have been going through this for months to have some normalcy. You know, people are out there doing it. But in New York City, you can't even go inside of a restaurant anymore. And that's been like that since, like, March, I think. So people, you know, this has caused so much damage as far as people committing suicide, drug problems, alcohol problems. And I, like you said, I think Trump needed people to see, first of all, the pattern of Democratic cities and what, how far they would go that these, that these governors clearly don't care about the people that are in their cities especially on Portland. So this is, I think this was part of the plan. And we were talking about this when all the riots popped off, like should Trump go in there, guns are blazing. And I always said, no, you can't until like, unless people are getting shot and like there are legit militias and Antifa killing citizens, that's a whole different story. But if he went in there, guns are blazing, the media would have just trashed him and called him a dictator. So this is, I don't know how he does it, man. I don't know how, if this was me, like I, I don't, I don't know how I would do a job like he's been doing because this is this is crazy. I don't know how you balance COVID riots, cities burning, and getting reelected, and you're, you have the mainstream media and big tech against you. This dude, I, he's got to be one of the greatest presidents, if not the greatest president, if he ends up getting reelected. He's got, he's got to be. Absolutely, he is definitely the uh, the greatest president we've ever had. I mean, George Washington was pretty incredible because that's how we we got our country here. But uh, I'm telling you, man, Trump is how we keep it and make it great again. So, yeah, there's so much truth to everything you just said right there. I mean, the poor uh, you know the poor people there of New York, you know, in, in California as well, and Michigan and all these places, North Carolina, where these lockdowns are. I mean, you can't even go to a coffee shop to get your your Trumpkin spice. I mean, you know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I love it. 
It's awful, man. And then when you look at the numbers, man, like, you know, the CDC, they put out these numbers and the media just sweeps it under the rug. But one of the things that that I did like, um, there's tons of things that I like, of course, obviously, but uh, one of the things that Trump said today was um, he actually started admitting that the CDC numbers or actually the the COVID numbers are actually, um, you know, higher than they should be because people here in the U.S., um, if they have a heart attack or something like that, you know, it's just attributed to COVID. I mean, if you look, the latest numbers said influenza and the flu is gone. <laughs> it's down 98%. Yeah. It's literally right. down 98%. So, but, it, you know, but then you see all these, you know, the, the C word spikes, right? So anyways, <laughs> you know, it was, it was nice to see him validate that there, you know, um, and not, not, not only that too, he was also playing a video a couple of days ago where Biden was talking about, you know, building the most inclusive and, um, expansive, I think is the word that he used, uh, voter fraud system that the country has ever seen. And he used it and Obama used it. And that's why they're going to win this time. It's like, and he actually played, you know, a clip of that there at the, uh, at one of his rallies. And so I don't know if it was taken out of context, but we all know Biden's pretty dumb and it sounds like something he would definitely say. (laughs) So, and the fact that Trump played at a rally, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, I think more, more icing on the cake to talk about the voter fraud, because when you look at, you know, New York, you look at California, the people within it, you know, they really don't want to be, um, they don't want to live in China. They don't want censorship. They don't want to live in Nazi Germany with people, you know, kicking down their doors and telling what they can do and, you know, when they can do it. They don't want that. That's not what they voted in. I think a lot of these people that are in power, especially in these blue states, even if you look at like Austin, Texas, a lot of these people, when you look at Nevada, the governor of Nevada, my God, it's where I live. You know, it's like, we didn't vote these people in. I think that's all voter fraud. And so I think a lot of that's going to be, you know, exposed, I hope, in the second term when they burn. So, but yeah, poor, uh, poor New York, man, and, and California. It's awful. Yeah, man, we're in, we're in the competition for the uh, worst uh, worst governor. <laughs> so I don't even know, like, like, the Newsom thing, man. Like you said, I don't know who's worse. Cuomo kills your grandparents, and uh, and uh, Newsom lets the uh, state burn. So I, I don't I don't know which is worse as far as uh, as governors. But uh, that's the biggest thing. Like for us in New York, as far as COVID, um, it's all. I when I was working, still I was around these. I was around. I did vending machines. I fixed vending machines. I loaded vending machines. I had my own route. It was, it was a really good gig that I had. And one of them was uh, I had an, I had a nursing home account, and uh, I had I was going in there at the time when this you know the C word really started to uh, ramp up. And um, as I was going in there every week, every week. And I was noticing um, patients coming in with, from ambulances by like four or five, like every hour. And I thought it was weird seeing that, that they were being rolled in the way they were, because I'd never seen that before. And I asked one of the doctors, I'm like, what's going on with these patients? Because they had ma- they had masks on outside already. So I was assuming they had something already. And they, and they said, yeah, they, they're positive. I said, well, why are they going in there? <laughs> I literally pointed at the building and... The doctor looked at me, he said, he, he put his hands up, he said, Cuomo mandated this. And there was a woman that I saw that was trying to get her grandmother out. And um, I had talked to her for a little bit, and I saw her a couple weeks later, and that woman's uh, mother, um, grandmother, mother, I don't remember what it was, she actually ended up dying in that nursing home, and she she couldn't do anything about it. Because uh, Cuomo literally gave these, uh, these nursing homes um, Pretty much, what's the word for it? They couldn't be, uh, they couldn't be uh, sued. They couldn't be um, immunity against anybody. This was all set up from the get-go, man. And I really believe it was set up to uh, do as much damage to Trump. And uh, Cuomo was one of the biggest liars. 
middle of the summer, he was saying how, how awesome Trump's uh, administration was with working with him. And now he's blaming, uh, blaming everything on, on Trump just yesterday. And the guy still says that this virus didn't come from China. And it, I just, I can't talk about it for too much because I'm going to put a hole in the wall, but, uh, this is what I was seeing, especially with the nursing homes. And, uh, He's been blocking that data for a long time, and DOJ is pushing him on it. So I hope that issue, I hope all these issues come into light, man. I hope they, I hope they pay for it. No, you're 100 percent right. Yeah, it's. Um, I know DOJ has an active case. He's been, you know, not getting them the documentation and the data that they've asked for. He keeps, you know, stringing them along. He's just hoping Trump's not going to win, and so that way he just gets swept under the rug like all of his other dirty deeds. You know, Mr. Nipples yep. there. So. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty awful, too. I mean, you know, when you look at uh, the, you know, the deaths, it's like, it's like, what, 40, 50 percent, you know, are from nursing homes. You know, it's like they, they preyed on, you know, the, you know, the, the most critical and, and the most, you know, vulnerable. It's uh, it's awful. You see, like uh, Newsom did the same thing. And then Newsom took it a step further and released like 18,000 prisoners. I'm like, well, why are, why are places burning? Where, where did all these, you know, these riots come from? It's like, well, <laughs> you just released them from prison, dumbass. It's like, <laughs> you know, and they're getting paid to do it on top of it. So it's like, yeah, we're definitely, I think, in a race for who's the most corrupt, you know, uh, politician for sure, most polit- or most <laughs> corrupt governor for sure, man. It is, uh, it is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's awful, man. Yeah, it's, it's as far as the prisoners. Like I know out here in New York, the uh, the cops were getting pissed off because they're like, literally, I put this guy in jail, and literally, it could be even the same day. That same guy that that guy that cop just arrested is walking out the door, and this our whole bail system's corrupt as all hell before COVID hit, and uh, they got the it completely the the police in New York are completely demoralized. The Blasio said he was defunding them. Um, I'm sure you heard that the NYPD endorsed endorsed Trump like for the like endorsed a president ever like that. That's got to be an eye opener for for anybody, because um, the New York PD, man, they're, they're some of the hardest cops that I've seen. And they deal they deal with a lot of stuff. And de Blasio completely cut their balls off and uh, people were throwing water garbage um, at these people, taking shots at them, like legit shot, gunshots at these people. And. They feel like they, if they do anything, they're gonna they're gonna be more in trouble than the actual criminals are. And when they arrest these people, they allow them right back out, and they know they're not gonna be held accountable. And that's why they keep burning shit down. Yeah, no, it's awful for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, what is it? The sixth largest standing army, I think, uh, New York PD, if I remember right, NYPD. I want to say it's like the yeah. sixth largest army or something like that. Yeah, and they're not even allowed awesome. to do their job, and they could go in there and just clean it up in no time. But they're being run by. I don't even know what you, I don't even know what you would call them. I mean, other than just traitors, you know, to the country. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, they're just Chinese assets. I, I don't know. But uh, no, it's it's awful what, what they're doing. It was pretty incredible to see uh, NYPD endorse Trump. That was, that was pretty awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, and you know, that's, that's his home state. You know, that's where he's from. And it's crazy. Even the, you know, the, the pain that he has to go through there with like, what, what was it? Uh, the Southern District of New York where they, um, you know, released his tax records and somehow the New York Times got them. And then they brought in Eric right. Trump for, you know, for, um, I guess, some kind of deposition. And they're digging into his finances and they got the IRS all down his throat and they've just been beating him up there, too. Yeah, it needs it definitely needs to be uh, cleaned up there for sure, man. We need to get some uh, some new people. And you saw AOC. She's, uh, you know, I guess running for re-election, and her, <laughs> her, um, I guess the, the, you know, the, the one running against her, um, had uh, his Twitter account, you know, like blocked or locked today. You see that? Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been happening to uh, pretty much any anybody that's uh, running for the Republican ticket. It feels like, and uh, it's funny, like you just brought up those taxes. That that Cruz literally told, yelled at Dorsey, said, "You know what the New York Times did is technically a federal crime, um, without having Trump's consent, and you let that run wild." But yeah, a verified story from the New York Post was literally blocked that day. That same day was also the same day that all of our YouTube channels were purged. They knew something was coming. And if that isn't an indicator that the truth was absolutely out there, I don't know what else is. They literally knocked off billions, not billions, but millions and millions of views, millions of subscribers off these platforms. It's over uh, a billion views for sure. You got to have over a billion views between like, yeah. X-22, yeah, as far as, I don't even know what the views are, but I know the subscribers and all that. I, when I saw the numbers uh, when our combined channels, we were, we were directly challenging the mainstream media on YouTube. And, and, some, and in some uh, outlets, you're actually beating them. And uh, this was something that we knew, we didn't know the numbers, what they were combined with all of our channels, but when we got that data, that blew my mind, man. We're, I, to me, I don't consider myself special. I was literally plugged into the matrix not even two years ago. I was more on the liberal side than anything. I voted for Obama uh, the first time. That was the first president <laughs> I was able to uh, vote for. I voted for him. Did you I ever get your hope and change? Or are you getting it now? No, no I, felt like the, I felt like the biggest non-racist ever when I was 18 years old. <laughs> and I was really proud of myself. And uh yeah, after the second time, I think I, I think it was McCain, and then uh, he lost. But then I, I knew well, and I knew well enough. I was never into any of the stuff, man, with politics. But I knew well enough that I would never vote for a Clinton, and then Trump won, and uh, and the whole the rest of the history happened. But I w- my whole point in saying all this is that when I started doing my channel and all this, I felt it was so important because I was red pilled. I went down through every conspiracy theory hole that I could find, figured out which ones were legit, which ones weren't. And uh, once you really unplug from the matrix and you really see how much the system is rigged um, to control us, to lie to us um, in so many different facets. And when, when you break away from that, it's so hard not to want to tell everybody that you possibly can. This is what I saw. I'm not telling you what to think, but these are some facts. Here's some questions. If you still don't believe it, that's fine. Like I'm not going to force any, any belief on anybody. Um, but Take a look at it. Take a look. And just from that grassroots effort, man, just between me, uh, Zach from, uh, from Red Pill, all, all my friends, everyone out there doing it, um, we were all on the same page because we care about this country. It's the Republic. And uh, we want everything restored to what it was. And that effort alone was enough to overtake a billion-dollar corporation. And the only way they could stop us, because we never got strikes on our channel. They never went through their terms of service, the one, two, three. They just cut our digital tongues out and cast us out because that was the only way to stop it. And uh, when the Hunter Biden story dropped, man, they knew it was going to be damning and they knew, they already knew we were going to attack that story and they cut us out before we could even get a chance. And then it was just a domino effect from there. Yeah. The only, the only good news that comes out about any of that stuff today, I guess, would be that uh, New York Post had their, you know, their Twitter, I guess, reinstated. So they're able to actually start talking about it again. But none of the mainstream media wants to talk about it. And that's one of the reasons why we have problems with friends and family that think that we're crazy. It's because they're just programmed, TV programming. You know, they don't 
they don't get right. exposed, you know, to people like yourself and Dave and Zach and Methods and all these guys that are, you know, staying up all night, you know, researching things and be like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. He said this, but he really did this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they don't ever get that side. You get the Steele dossier side, you know, you get the you get the Clinton Foundation side, you know, you get uh, Obama's side, you get, uh, you know, the Comey side, you, you get all that stuff, but you don't get, let's just, let's just be real here. You don't get the truth, right? So the fact that they yeah. just go ahead and just, you know, remove you guys without even following their own processes, I think it's going to get them into a lot of trouble. I think you guys are going to be the most highest paid employees. I think they're going to Google here pretty quick. So that, <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, might be like yeah, one of those Sandman yeah. guys, you know, over there at uh, CNN, right? <laughs> oh, well, that, that's the thing, man. Like if we, I, I'm good. If they give me my channel back, great. That's fantastic. I'm going to use that. Um, yeah. I'll, I'm going to use that to siphon off all of my subscribers to all these alternative platforms. Cause I, just because Trump wins, and I get my channel back, that does not mean that these companies are like, okay, we're going to play ball now. Right. That is not the case at all. We cannot be naive enough to think that. Um, but yeah, man, I, we'll, we'll see if, if we end up, if we end up getting some money from it, great. Um, what I'm going to be doing personally is taking that money and building a new media platform to give YouTube and this establishment and the mainstream media, a humongous middle finger and build and build a new generation of media that this country needs, man, because there's no other way that a channel like mine, I had no experience doing this stuff. I'm a shy guy. I never like cameras. If I can do this and just speak the truth and gain an audience as fast as I did, um, anyone can do this. Literally anyone can do this. And if you have good intentions and you're telling the truth, and like I said, I don't ever get it all right. I've screwed up multiple times. I read the comment sections. Trust me. They get blown up when I screw up. And I always say, okay, I messed up. This wasn't right. And you move on with your life. The mainstream media can't do that. Because they got all these hands, they got all these puppet masters, all this uh, corporate money. People they in their ear go. telling them everything. <laughs> right, yeah. We can't talk about George Soros. We can't talk about Epstein. We can't do that story. And we find out years later that stories are going to come out. But yeah, these corporations, uh, mainstream media completely squashed them. So we're going to be the new generation, man. And if we get that money, that's where that money is going to go to. And whatever it's going to, it's going to be poured back into um, just having the, Whoever wants to listen, um, just trying to help them out and give them the truth as best as we can. That's my goal with it. No, that's great, man. And again, you'll get your channels back. And it, the the idea, though, of course, is never to put yourself in that uh, predicament again and be able to go someplace where you never have to worry about censorship. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've been talking about for years and years. You can go back to my blockchain videos from three years ago. And I'll say that any competitor that's ever come up along YouTube, they fail because they suck. They don't have that ease of use. They don't have... You know, the apps, they don't have things that are integrated into TVs. They're not very user-friendly. And so we have to get a platform that is going to be controlled by the people, not, you know, yep. a jack, right? We need a, a platform that's controlled by the people where the actual content creators are able to always take, you know, their family with them wherever they go. And so it's going to be very difficult to do that, even like you said with YouTube. Even once you get it back, you're still never really going to have it. So you have to make sure that the next platform, you know, has all the merits has all the cool things that you expect of YouTube. So it has to be like super, super sexy, easy to use, all that kind of stuff, integrated with everything, you know, and then control all your, you know, all your content, have control over all of it. Like before this video here, we just backed up, you know, the kid just backed up all of our videos just in case, you know, <laughs> we just backed them all up. Yeah. You know, we, we run on, on other places like uh, Theta TV, uh, got someone uptrend, um, you know, BitChute a little bit, um, BitTube, but it sucks. Uh, it's got a long way. All these things just have so, you know, so far to go. So it's, it's going to be a minute for sure. So anyways, when you get your channel back, 
you know, start, you know, moving people over, but make sure you pick the right platform, you know, something that's going to be very easy for people to use because uh, some of the older generation, the audience, you know, when, you know, they go, they're, they're used to YouTube, like my mom, you know, she's used to YouTube, she's used to Facebook, right? So it's tough. It's really tough. That was the hard, so. that was the hard thing, man, because that was, that's why I was laughing when, uh, when I got the YouTube notice um, about why they took my channel down, saying I was using hate speech, uh, these trust and safety teams, every, um, Spotify has one, Patreon has one. I'm listing all the ones that have been taken off, by the way. They all have these trust and safety teams, and they all use the same exact buzzwords to, to justify taking us off. Um, harmful speech, hate speech, um, possibly inciting violence. Facebook said I could be possibly, um, you know, contributing to a domestic terrorist group. Um, these are all the things that I'm getting, and I'm, and I'm thinking, when I looked at my analytics on my channel, the majority of the age group is 45 to 65. So... They're essentially saying that me and my other friends here are getting 45 to 65 year olds to organize in the streets and go after Trump's enemies. <laughs> this is when you look at it, it's funny, right? But when you look at it, this is what the, these people are justifying um, taking us out for. And, you know, that's why I can't wait for our case. Our case, our first uh, hearing is going to be Monday morning at nine o'clock. Um, and we could get our, we could get our channels back um, as of that day. Um, probably not the judge is an Obama appointed judge, but she is, uh, she is a fair component. Uh, she is very fair with free speech. So we'll have to see what happens. But th when we read these things, this is what, when you look at the real data, I'm not getting grandparents outside in New York city and all these cities burning down buildings. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, and it's, it's just so laughable, man. I don't know, man. There might be something to it. I mean, if you look at our president, he's a, uh, he's Superman. He's 74 years old. He kicked Corona butts. He kicked uh, Corona's butt in like what, 24 hours or something and mounted its butt right there to the wall. So I don't know, man, we yeah. might see a bunch of 45 to 65 year olds out there <laughs> kicking butt too. Right. Yeah, yeah man. Maybe that, who knows? I won't be a part of it though. No, I, I hear you. For sure. Yeah, no, it's it's easier just to beat them with the truth, man. Just turn the turn the light on, like the laptop, right? You know, they've had it since 19. Rudy Giuliani has to go out there and, you know, take, you know, just take all kinds of arrows for us, you know, to expose it. And um, guess what? Everything's being verified. So not only do you got uh, Bob Alinsky out there verifying everything, you have the FBI verifying it. You've got Biden's own camp, the, his own attorney, you know, Hunter Biden's attorney calling up the repair shop. Hey, can I have my hard drive back? <laughs> it's like it's all been <laughs> yeah. verified, man. And so the fact they took down all your channels on that day, you know, when New York Post you know, came out with that story, it should really now, I mean, highlight it even more. I mean, at some point, you know, every every news station is going to have to start covering this. I mean, it may have to be after the election, but but I mean, you know, there's just too many too many things that have come out now that uh, even even some of my my normie friends, you know, they're they're talking about this laptop. You know, they may not know everything, but you know, they they've right. started to hear things. And so, what do you think? I mean, obviously, there's so much stuff we don't know that's on the laptop. But what do you think are like three smoking guns? that, um, you know, they could just totally impeach, you know, or I guess not impeach, but because he's not a, a, a senator anymore, but I guess they could, you know, he could withdraw from, from the election. So if you're, if you're Rudy, what three pieces of evidence would you use right now from what we know that's been verified, you know, to, to remove Biden and to show this uh, corruption? Or do you wait till after the election, just, you know, let him lose? And then... Yeah. Dude, I mean, honestly, I mean, what Bannon just put out was, uh, was a straight up contract. That Hunter had with, uh, with the Chinese with Devin Archer, and uh, and just just show this just print out the deals that were done, um, because we know that these shell companies that were built were built and renamed uh, to take not to go to uh, Biden's brother, 
his other family members. So it wouldn't ever be connected to Joe. Um, that's, that's the first thing I would use. And, you know, I would try to anything, anything that Hunter had maybe with these relate, these, these relationships with these, with these women, um, these weird relationships within the Botten family themselves. Um, that family is not normal. And the whole entire thing of him smelling hair and smelling children and kissing his grandkids that, on the lips right there on stage. That stuff, man, I feel like that more than anything. If because I because these are the arguments I always hear. These uh, Joe Biden's been in po- a politician forever. All these politicians are, are all corrupt. They all do this stuff, right? They all make these shady deals. This has been going on forever. Why do we care? That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to care about that. When it comes out that there's been crimes against children and crimes against his own children within his own family, I think for the normies, like you say, that's going to wake people up more than anything. Um, so I would try to expose that. And you can clearly tell there is some weird stuff that, that happened. Um, I don't know if you saw that story with his daughter. Um, it was like 30 something now, but she had that diary and she wrote about inappropriate things in the shower and all, all this stuff, man. It's like, if he's willing to do that with his own kids, what else was happening? Cause we saw signs of it with all these videos that are online of him sniffing the young girl's hair and all this weird shit, man. So I mean, that's for me. If I was going for the uh, for the kill, uh, that's where it would be. After I dropped all the evidence of, uh, of him being a national security threat uh, with China, and there's probably gotta be blackmail on him. That'd be the other thing. This I would show. Okay, China knows these things. What do you think is gonna happen when China puts pressure on him to put a policy in or to get more influence over here? It's gonna be just like that. There's gonna be no stopping it. It's going to be, we're going to the back, dude, the back door, the front door is going to be left wide open for these people just to come in and gut our country. And that that's ultimately what the goal is. And I honestly think even if Joe were to win, Kamala would be end up running this country and then say goodbye to America. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, there's uh, so many things, man, that have come to light. Like, I don't know if you saw just recently, um, Hunter Biden and Natalie were invited uh, to the FBI dinner. Um, you know, for the new, the new head of the FBI. Guess who that was? It was either Ray or Comey at the time. I forget when the email was dated, but that just came wow. out today too. So you could see the actual email, where you start That's to great. you start to connect the dots here, right? You're like, wait a minute here. Okay, so the FBI has had all this information on this cat, but wait a minute, here's an email to you know some ballroom dinner with the new head of the FBI with him and, and Natalie. And wasn't Natalie Bo his brother's you know uh, dead wife? Or I mean, sorry, Bo is his dead brother, and that was his wife, and now they shacked up for a minute. I think maybe even had a kid together or something. I know he had a kid with a stripper and out of Arkansas or he was all kinds of weird stuff. stuff. With, with his niece, with the, with his dead brother's daughter. So that that is supposedly there too, as well as the senator, uh, what's it, Coons? His Coons. daughter supposedly is on there as well. So there's yes. just all kinds of crazy disturbing things for sure. But then... You know, he's got his own Pornhub account, right? So he's uploading all these videos to his 24 subscribers that are on Pornhub. So you've got all this stuff with a guy running, you know, running for president. This is his kid. All these compromised people. And then you hear uh, from, uh, what is it, Lude? They're uh, in, in China, right? Talking about yeah. the next drops that he's going to be doing are going to have, you know, Obama and Clinton in them. So I wonder when those are coming. So you think the Hunter stuff is bad with those photos. I guess there's pictures of Joe Biden, and I guess there's pictures possibly of Clinton and possibly of Obama as well. So I wonder when all that stuff's going to come out. Have you heard anything more on that? No, man, but I I have this interesting theory of what I think is going on here. I'll I'll run it by you, too. Um, That guy, Lude, 
The thing is with the, with, with China, man, I feel like you can't, I'm sure I don't know this guy and I appreciate everything this guy is doing as far as dropping because everything, I don't think it's fake. I don't think it's fake at all. A lot of this stuff seems to be lining up with what's been coming out with Bobolinsky and everything that's been going on. So I really think he has the real goods. Um, but I, I saw this thread, um, it was written by somebody that um, I'm friends with and he was talking about uh, the CCP. You can never trust the CCP. So this theory that they ran was, do you think that the CCP knows now beyond a shadow of a doubt that the, all the black, I, I'm pretty sure the CCP has blackmail on Pelosi, all these Democrats they've done business with, they probably they probably all know the skeletons in the closet. Probably in the beginning of the year, they were probably like, listen, this COVID thing might be going to be happening. Again, this is just a theory. You need to make sure you guys do what you need to do to make sure we get a Democrat in the, as the presidency. And as the months have been progressing, they've been losing control. The red wave's coming. I wonder if the CCP is now going to be like, screw the Democrats. Let's drop all the blackmail on them. Let's cozy up with Trump and get on the winning side temporarily right now and uh, drop all these bombs on his enemies. And maybe we can, uh, you know, try to do some work, something out with Trump. You know, that that's that was a theory that I saw as far as like, why are why where are these whistleblowers coming from? You know, it's they're from China. Can you really trust them? So I thought that was more like a devil's advocate kind of theory on it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So I don't know what your thoughts would be on that. I mean, I don't know. But you know, I mean, you could you could be right. Um, my the first thing that comes to mind uh, for me though is I'm thinking, kind of like in the U.S., we're kind of divided, right? So you've got, you know, I guess you could say Democrats, Republicans, kind of divided. I don't think it's nearly as bad as what the media says. I really think it's more like 80-20 versus you know like 50-50. I think that you know 80% of people are good, and 80% of people want what's you know, best for them and their families and their friends, and they don't want, you know, lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. And I think China is the same way. I think China has been run by dictators, and they have people uh, that are sick of it. And I think China is going to fall in the next two years. I think Trump has been extremely strategic in what he's been doing. He's been kind of taking everybody that's around China and turning them against them. And you notice the people within China, they don't like, they don't like, you know, what's been going on. They don't like the way that they're being treated. They don't like the way they're being ruled over. Um, You can see that with the riots. You can see that with them and all their protests. And I think that there's a sect within them, a big growing sect within them that if, you know, maybe they're hackers, maybe they're, they just uh, did business with Bidens, maybe whatever, um, you know, that have information and they're just trying to, um, if you see, and the reason why I say this, if you look at, um, some of the some of the riots and some of the uh, protests that you saw in China, they were running around with American flags. You know, most yeah. of them. You know, a lot of these people really love America, and you notice when Trump talks about you know China, he's never talking about the people. He's talking about like like Xi. So you know, they always go out of their way for the most part to say the Chinese people were good. And I think what you're seeing happen is you're watching the erosion of China. I think there's a sect within China that is releasing this information to bury the people that are standing against Trump. So Trump has even more ammunition, so he's able to even win more definitively and show the corruption on the Chinese side and eventually remove Xi and the whole CCP. And then you'll end up with something that looks more like Europe than China. And I think that'll happen over the next couple of years, just based on everybody I know in trade. I do business all over the world. And so it's like you can hear you know, the, the cries coming from these different countries. And um, 
I really think that's what we're seeing here. I think we're, what we're seeing is the erosion of China, the erosion of Iran. You're seeing Trump with all his Middle East deals, and what he's doing is he's basically turning everybody against, bringing everybody together and turning them all against Iran. And so at some point, Iran's going to be like, okay, white flag, right? You know, I mean, already, you know, they stand no chance, but eventually it's going to be they have zero chance and they're just going to have to just, you know, conform. And I think you're going to see that over the next couple of years with China, with Iran. And I think all this information that's coming out are from maybe some white hats within China that uh, are trying to expose some of the corruption here on the on the blue side of things and help Trump uh, even more to where it ends up helping them. And they end up with something more like Europe than, than what they have now. Absolutely, man. That's what I think. Like a lot of people think uh, these the Chinese people are, are just stupid and they just they're accepting of this. And they, they're not. They're normal people like we are. And they they know what's going on. But over there, they have they don't have the uh, the freedoms that well, we say freedoms now, the freedoms that that we have. And uh, I, I think you're right. I Trump has been super tough on China. And like you said, that that, that uh, second term burn. That China is definitely going to be in the crosshairs because he he said multiple times they are going to pay for what you know what they did to the world and what they did to this country uh, with this virus. So and Trump has never been the one to uh, not follow up on his words, and he, I think he's like you said he's setting the model in the Middle East. He's making all these peace deals by literally the one thing I love about Trump and I grew up in New York. He's always I've always know everyone in New York always knew who Trump was. No one had anything bad to talk to really say about him. People in New York City loved him. He did a ton of business in the city, and he was loved by literally almost everybody. And no one ever heard a bad thing until he just wanted to run for president. And that's that's true. He had the awesome TV show I watched as a kid, where he said, "You're fired," and everyone went crazy. <laughs> yeah, The Apprentice. Man, we watched Great. me, my family, my friends. We watched that show. We loved it. He had one um, of the first podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, like the man, the man's a pioneer. He's a trailblazer. And uh, he, the thing with Trump is he is always willing to come to the table. If you want to come to the table and talk, he will come and talk with you. He's not going to he's not going to tell you no. And you, you've been seeing this uh, with just with uh, with uh, rappers. I think it was Little Wayne just recently. Yep. Um, and even even Ice Cube. And Ice um, Cube. And, yep. Right. They might not like each other, but guess what? Trump listened to them and they came out with that platinum deal that's going to ultimately help the African-American community. And you're seeing this out in the Middle East where there, there was a deal made, then another deal made, then another deal made. And you see these countries that have never, haven't interacted with each other now have flights going back and forth. There's commerce now going back and forth. There's going to be industry. Um, it's just and good they're for buying our weapons. So whose allies do you think they're going to be? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They got to love it. But the thing is, these countries that are outside in the fringe that haven't joined yet, they're going to be on the outside. They're like, Yo, we gotta get it. We gotta get in on this. We gotta get on this. Look at how happy these people. Are. Look how happy. Look at their industries. Look at their economies. Like this, we can't. We gotta join this. And like you said, Iran's gonna end up on an island, and at some point, the people are gonna be like, "Yo, come on, enough of this Ayatollah douchebag uh, with these crazy, you know, these crazy ways of living, uh, killing anybody that doesn't, you know, that speaks up to them." Um, and they're just gonna. It's gonna cave. They're they're gonna they're gonna end up getting caved in at some point from one way or the other. And uh, China's going to probably end up being the same way. And it wouldn't surprise me, man. Trump Trump is part of, like, he's, he's the deal maker. He will come to the table to make a deal. 
yeah, part of the deal. And if you read Time to Get Tough, that's his game plan. And every single thing that he's been doing, I'm telling you, people think I'm crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about the game plan? I'm like, dude, pick up the book, read it, listen to the audio book. Right now, we're about mm, three quarters of the way through the book. All right? So it gets better, I promise. It gets a lot better. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, it does. It, it's going to get a lot better, just like he says. You know, we'll have the, the greatest year you know, next year. And I really think, like, in a couple years, that's when you'll see, you know, like the – you know, the, the peaceful fall of China. You know, it may not be exactly all peaceful there, but I don't think we'll, we'll ever have to go to war, like a, a real war with China, because he's going to turn everybody against them, and even their own people. So if you've got a nation that's against its leadership, that's their biggest worry. So, you know, there's a handful of them, and there's a billion and a half of, you know, of citizens in there, right? So 1.8 billion or something like that. There's a lot of people there. And I don't know if you saw this, but... Uh, Trump just uh, signed a new um, military deal with India. I think it was yesterday. So guess wow. guess who borders China? <laughs> you talk about the squeeze, man. You know what about South Korea? What about Japan? You know what about all of our allies over there? You know that are just you know just again just squeezing. You know it's like so he's got they have to worry about their people revolting, and then they have to worry about every single one of their their borders. You know just flooding in. You know with opposition. So. You know, they're screwed. A couple of years, you know, a couple of years, the China we know won't exist anymore, period. It just, it can't. And uh, Trump's going to win, I think, just, it's going to be like the, the biggest red tsunami. You know, it's going to be like the, you know, like there was a tsunami today, which is horrible, but this is going to be a good tsunami. It's going to be a, a red tsunami, you know, here, here in America, man. Did you see that earthquake today? I think it was like a 7, 7 yeah. there in Greece, and I think it threw a tsunami into Turkey. Yeah, Turkey got, got the, uh, got the, uh, bad baggage out of that i think because the, the earthquake is one thing but then you got you got the ocean flowing through your city that's, that's just i'd rather take an earthquake than a tsunami to be completely honest with you yeah but i've taken uh, them both you know i lived in the bay area so we had you know the the battle of the bays you know back there in 89 uh, yeah. you know so we had the big earthquakes there you know then we live in the yeah. bahamas you know right there on the beach so you know we get <laughs> we get to see both and i'll take the earthquake every single time <laughs> yeah, it's crazy man yeah. it's crazy but uh yeah all these crazy conspiracy theories right i, I always see it out on twitter and it's just funny to me is saying uh the deep state you know do they call it did they do something from space to cause this earthquake to take eyes off of everything going on but that, that was my early days of red pilling i've kind of matured a little bit but it's always fun to speculate and stuff like that well yeah, i mean you have uh dr ron livingston back in i think it was like in the early 60s vietnam 69 somewhere around there where he where he went uh, forward and talked about uh, weaponizing weather and that they would you know openly he openly said that they would turn the Ho Chi Minh Trail into, you know, like four feet of mud just to make it tough for the Viet Cong to, you know, to to move their equipment, you know, through through the trail there. So you had that, you know, you had the father of, you know, weaponizing weather talking about it there. And you've got um, who, um, let's see, what's his name? Uh, it's DNI. Um, Crap, why can't I remember his name? It's not Ray, it's the other guy, not Mesner, um, Esner. You got Esner that uh, comes out and talks about weaponizing satellites. He actually came out and said that they've weaponized satellites to be like those ionized beams, you know, to where they could like, you know, like uh, James Bond, you know, the like yeah. the one with uh, Pierce Brosnan where they had that satellite up there and they're just shooting this, this beam of light and just, you know, ripping through Korea. Yeah, he, he just came out, you know, you know, just in a press conference. Oh, yeah, by the way, you know, China's done this, and, you know, it's it's out there, so is Russia. So, oh, yeah, well, peace. That's the thing, man. <laughs> Earlier on when I started my channel, I, I did a dig on uh, the, the dues, you know, the direct energy weapons. This is about when um, when California was getting all these crazy wildfires, like literally out of nowhere, where people were saying they heard explosions. 
and all of a sudden their neighborhoods were on fire. And uh, there was uh, it would PG and E was a huge uh, huge name with that, and uh, they said it was you know down lines or some BS with that. And uh, when I was doing some digging on it, there was uh, there was I found these um, these patents on Google for these uh, satellites that literally they say they're outfitted to be technically what you call like a Death Star. And these things are real. I, I say I, well, they were on YouTube, um, but PG and E were the first ones to sign up uh, for these patents <laughs> for these uh, satellites that they're saying were to to send solar power to California. And I did a whole thing on it and. Uh, there was a guy that tracks weather. He, he was a patriot, and he was showing like the images, the satellite images of when these fires were happening. And it looked, it does look like something was coming out of the sky and just lighting, lighting shit on fire. And the paths of the fire, everything was so sketchy about it. And uh, I don't know if you remember that living in California. I don't know if you were in California at that time, but um, I remember it was a huge deal when that was happening. But I know PG and E fell on the sword for that. But these are the things that we that are that you would think are no, this, this stuff can't be real. That's too evil, and that's where they get you. Yeah, there's just so much stuff out there. But with Esner coming forward and saying that they have weaponized satellites, direct energy weapons, and then, you know, to, to your point, I remember seeing the pictures of, like, trucks, you know, melted down to, like, a puddle. You know, I remember seeing, um, you know, these uh, these houses that are completely obliterated, but the trees are still standing. Um, I did a video on this, uh, I don't know, probably a month ago. But, um, yeah, this, uh, I, I remember that well. You know, it's it's hard to say, I mean, you know, with, with the winds that, that happened in California, with, you know, all the excess vegetation living, you know, just all over the place, with all the tree huggers that keep from, you know, cleaning the forest floors. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of like a tinderbox. But then if you've got, you know, direct energy weapons, you know, maybe clearing a path for some type of high-speed rail or all the other conspiracy theories that we've heard about, you know, yes. who knows? I mean, who knows? I mean, people do some crazy stuff, and it could just be as simple as a power line falling down. Or it could be something sinister like Esner was saying, and it's, you know, freaking China, you know what I mean? <laughs> just burning down our country. Who knows, man? I mean, there's so much Nothing stuff out there. You can no, This rabbit hole goes so deep, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, nothing surprises me anymore, man. If someone were to tell me that China was lighting up California with direct energy weapons, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 2020, man. Anything's possible now, right? It's right. like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's crazy. So you saw the GDP numbers come out today, 33.1%, I think it was. It's pretty pretty yeah, impressive, I, right? And that is without New York and without California, without North Carolina, without Michigan, without, without you know, all these states have been locked down. Pretty crazy, right? It was, yeah. The, the weird part was, was uh, I, I'm always lurking on Twitter like 24-7 a day. And um, I, I actually heard the reports from all these fake news outlets. Uh, CNN was talking about it. Um, MSNBC was talking about it. And they couldn't ignore those numbers and the fact that they were they were even talking about and saying yeah this is uh this is pretty good despite despite everything that's happened and that's you know that's the one thing that trump's been uh riding on and he deserves a ride on it he's the economy was what he built he's always talking about the stock market how you know jobs and uh jobs for all minorities have increased um huge so there's no, you can't poke any holes in that. Besides, you know, and I guess Obama is still saying uh, Trump inherited it. Still, he said that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I, I just laugh at that man because I remember I used to do um, I used to go into foreclosed homes and take pictures of them and clean them up, and that was when well, that was in the heyday of after you know 2008, and all these people lost their homes. I remember how dark it was and how dreary it was uh, during those times when Obama was in you know, his presidency. I saw so many homes just 
completely after the whole bubble, the mortgage bubble exploded. Um, people's lives ruined, houses ruined, uh, communities ruined. And uh, that's always something that stuck out in my mind. Uh, and I just laugh when I hear that, you know, Trump inherited this this great economy from, from Biden and Obama. Obama, it just makes me laugh. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, right? Especially when you can just go to the footage, like, how does he think he's going to bring back industry? He doesn't have a magic yeah. wand. Like, wait a minute, yeah. you know? <laughs> Brings yeah. back, you know, half a million jobs or something like that were under their administration. I think they lost like a quarter million or something. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. I know you got uh, got some fam here in the uh, in the live chat. Do you want to you want to take some questions from some of the peeps here? Uh, yeah. Let me see here. I can't I can't like her or uh, message because I am I am banned from this. But I can, I can look outside as a ghost. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> let's um let's just uh, see if anybody's got any questions here. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. If you got some questions, Scott will answer them for you. Let me see here. People are asking where they can find me. Yeah. What I can do, uh, Beatles, I can give you. Um, I'll put it all. In the, my, I'll put everything in the pinned comment. Just um, text it or email it to me or DM okay. me, and I'll put it right there in the pinned comment. Just make sure it's not a link tree because those link trees, for some reason, they will not be able to be posted on YouTube. I don't know why. Every time I post them, they're right. instantly deleted. I don't know why. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to give you, but I will not give you that. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, I had to do the same thing for methods. I had to take every single link, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, and <laughs> do that. Yeah. But um, people can find me right now on uh, DLive. They can find me on CloudHub. Um, I'm on Rumble. Um, I still stream on Twitch and Twitter. That's the enemy's uh, platforms. I don't know how long I'll be on there, but I'm still on there. And uh, right now, where I'm really trying to get out is um, I was this was just built today, my woke societies TV platform, um, which is going to be my castle, um, if you want to call it, um, where I have where you can subscribe, uh, subscribe to me on a monthly basis because my Patreon was kicked out. Um, so people can go on woke societies TV. That's going to be where I'm going to house all my content and all my exclusive content. Um, for all my diehard fans, so I'm I'm I've been really pushing that to get that built up because that was a big that was a big part of my income. Um, so you guys can all find me on there. But I'm gonna be I haven't stopped making content. I'm on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right now, either seven or eight o'clock at night. But I'm still out there making content. And if I get my YouTube back, yeah, I'm I'm obviously still gonna use it. So we'll see what happens. Cool. And we'll definitely put all the uh, the pin comments, or we'll put it there in the pin comment for you. Also, if you got like a PayPal link or something like that for people to kind of help out, because you know being down like this, I know all your sponsors have probably dried up, so that's they just hit Some you in right the wallet. Yeah, most have stayed. Uh, thankfully, they're uh, they're all in it with me. Um, so the, kudos with them. Um, actually, all of them have stayed with me, and I've gotten some new ones. So they, that's the thing, man. The, the the thing that's why I wasn't discouraged. Like when I started this channel originally. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know methods. I didn't know red pill. I didn't know any of these people. I actually watched them before I even did my own channel before I decided doing it. And, um, that building a channel from nothing, the beginning of it's a grind. I'm sure as you know, um, but since I got the notoriety being with hanging, having a show of methods, being on red pill show a bunch of times, knowing all these guys, um, I, I'm on, I'm, I got to see at the table, which is nice. And we have a built in audience. That's just literally waiting for us uh, to find us still. So uh, we're not we're not starting over. I guess we're just rebuilding. I guess. So I never yeah. took it as that. Yeah, but you'll get your channel back too. It's just kind of a, a little messed up vacation, right in the most important time of the world. <laughs> so it's well, that was the, that was the thing with the lawsuit, man. That was our injunction. We were trying to uh, originally try to get our, our channels back this prior week um, to get 
you know, to, to get our truth out there before the election, but it was uh, just not enough time and the resources that we have, it wasn't going to be worth it. The long-term plan ended up being more beneficial for us. So that's where we're going to go with it. But yeah, like you said, it's going to be a nice little vacation. So we'll, <laughs> if we come back on YouTube, it's going to be a big fat, uh, fuck you, YouTube party. When I get back on here. <laughs> well, we all know so, it's coming. You know, one of the one of the great things though about this this whole election, all of 2020, um, you know, I know COVID and 2020 has just been horrible. But what it has done is it's really opened up people's eyes to to civics. You know what I mean? They've actually started looking started looking into the government, how things work, who well, who their governor really is. You know, it, it it's like this education process that everybody's been through in the past year. And most people, you know, are waking up. And so that's one of the reasons why we'll have one of the biggest red waves and one of the reasons why I get a built-in audience because they're hungry for this information. You know what I mean? They're before, you know, it really eh, didn't really matter that much. I mean, if you look, your your probably your channel probably exploded over the past year, whereas people, you know, after like March, something like that, because people, you know, they're locked in their homes. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They're trying to figure out how come they're under this thumb of this dictator they thought was a was a good guy, you know. So it's really helped, you know, enlighten people and kind of educate them. To where I don't think this will ever happen again. And if you look at all the rallies, if you look at, you know, the trolling to Biden whenever he shows up anywhere, um, yeah. I, I think they are outnumbered at least at least eight to two. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I think people well, woke up. That's definitely true, man. Because when I, you know, I was still doing a full time job um, as of March of this year, while doing this channel, and I and I knew at some point it was going to get to the point where I needed to take this full time. I just didn't know when. Um, then COVID absolutely just destroyed. Our, our, what I was doing as far as a job and it wasn't, um, it wasn't feasible. And I thought about, it, I'm like, everyone's home right now, now more than ever, we're never going to get a time like this ever again, where so many people are at home listening uh, and watching. Um, we gotta go, we gotta go ham until, until the election, because if, if I ever just have to get another job, I'll just get another job after that. You know, if, if the channel goes down or whatever. Um, but the thing is, if, if this man doesn't get reelected, it's not going to matter what channels people have, to be honest. So that's why I felt it was so important, but you're absolutely right, man. There was a there was a yearning for this uh, truth and this information, and it was an opportunity that we all took. Some, some industries thrive during this, and podcasting, channels, so many people had started one just because they didn't really have anything else to do, and people were home to listen. So it was, you know, that's that's capitalism though, right? That's That's why we love this country. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we started this channel, not just me and my son, I think uh, about three years ago. It was like Christmas, Christmas Eve, something like that. I don't know, like three years ago, something like that. And, uh, you know, just for blockchain and crypto, telling people to be careful because it was right before the bubble. Because all my friends and all my family were telling me, you know, you know, what's this Bitcoin thing? How do I get into it? And I'm like, whoa, guys, yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to lose your butts here. <laughs> so I was like the, the anti-crypto guy, you know, starting off telling them it's great, it's amazing. But don't put anything in you're not willing to lose because then if you know they went from like twenty thousand dollars and it just crashed right so yeah that was uh, that was the thing man. i remember um a lot of my friends uh when bitcoin came out they were all about bitcoin this new cryptocurrency that was going to take the world by storm is going to devalue the dollar this is where it's going and I, I do remember i i still i mean i, I i'm on uh i got some account somewhere i have like twenty dollars in xrp i, I started going in a little bit but Ever since my friends lost thousands of dollars, like it's it's honestly completely scared me not to even mess with crypto. But I know I know it's got some good things with it. It's definitely got potential. But uh, it's funny that you brought that up with Bitcoin because I, I know a lot of friends they were all about it and then they got screwed. 
Yeah, no, it's that, that's one of the reasons why I did the video for my friends and family, just so I didn't have to keep answering the same questions over and over again. And it was at a very pivotal point, you know, like it, it was just going up like crazy and I could see that something bad was going to happen and it did. And that was, that's when my first videos came out where I was warning people not to do this. And so just like right now with bringing, bringing Patriots on, and right now it's the most important time in the world to be doing this. So it's like I can go back to yeah. blockchain and self-help and stuff like that, um, you know, afterwards, you know, afterwards. But uh, <laughs> anyways, let's, uh, let's, let's, get some, let's get some questions in here. You got some people here that uh, got lots of love here in the chat. We love you back. Definitely love you back. Let's see here. So what are these questions here? My eyes are not as good as they once was. Let's see here. Lots of thank yous. Thank you back. Uh, let's see. I saw some people were asking if uh, China is on the Canadian border. I, I saw stories of that, but I don't. I don't. I if my personal opinion, I don't. I don't think it's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Um, I, I heard about that too, but I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I heard that they had thousands of troops up there, but I saw some some video. You know, it looked like uh, some people marching along, you know, a tree line or something, and they said it was in Canada, but I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Canada, man, that's crazy. So I guess somebody here says, what do you think, what do you guys think about buying gold and silver? And I wrote a book back in 2009, 2010, somewhere around there. Uh, here's what you do. Uh, I don't know, you know, a lot of a lot of the family here, they, they may know me, and then you've got a lot of your family here, so uh, maybe they don't know me, but in 20, uh, 2010, somewhere around there, I wrote a book called Here's What You Do, and I was telling people back then, you know, to buy silver and gold, I think silver was like 3 to $7, and, you know, gold was, oh, geez, I don't know, it was like, what, 300 or something? I think it's a great hedge, I don't think it's a, I think there's going to be, what, what do you think about this? And then I can, it'll just kind of lead into the gold and silver. Do you think there's going to be a restructuring of our monetary uh, supply of our, you know, do you think the Federal Reserve is going to stay intact? you think Trump is going to remove it, like, um, you know, kind of like what he's alluded to? Do you think there's going to be a currency reset? What's, what's some of your thoughts there that I can tie it back into gold and silver for people? Yeah, I mean, I'm not like crazy um, knowledgeable of the financials and the Fed in that, but I do, I do think Trump is going to completely get rid of the Fed, knowing what, I, knowing the history of the Fed and all the banks and the names uh, that are associated with it and all the corruption um, with the Fed and how the whole entire thing was built in the first place. Um, you probably heard of Nassara and Jacera, and you know that's that's a really big. Those are two big buzzwords that I mean I dabbled into, but um, the problem is some some major people out there, you know they. They preach out in the Sarah just there and they get people's hopes up. People are literally asking them, hey, is my mortgage going to get paid off next week? And um, I, it's just hard to say with that stuff. As far as gold and silver, I mean, I saw a story that they found like the biggest gold reserve or there, there's, I think it was Russia, I think maybe. Russia or India, I can't remember what country it was, but they're sitting on one of the biggest gold reserves like ever. And when I heard that, I'm like, I don't, does it, will that have an effect on, on gold prices? Will that, you know, will we go back to gold standard and get rid of the dollar I, I don't know man but i really feel like there's going to be there has to be some kind of um financial shift as far as people's debt especially people that the, the way the uh the college loans are set up they're pretty much traps for kids and they have all this debt and i feel like a lot of people have just gotten in trouble with these debt collectors and these big banks who knows maybe uh maybe trump will just drop a bomb and just say hit the reset button and everyone's free <laughs> That would be great, but um, that's a, that's as far as my knowledge on gold and silver. I'm not that's not really my uh, my thing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> gotcha. Um, well, I guess uh, against the traditional way of thought, I guess would be you know central banks are kind of the 
the ground zero where corruption starts. It's kind of like when you've got these central banks, they fund both sides of the war, right? So if you had a, a war, you know, just say on one side of the ocean and a war on this side of the ocean, they're basically funding both, getting paid by both. They really necess don't necessarily care who wins because they're getting paid by both, unless you know one of them is their their dog in the fight. That that's just one example. But when you look at our our previous presidents that have kind of you know tried to prevent uh, central banks and like the Federal Reserve and things like that uh, from happening in our country, usually bad things happen to them. You know whether it's uh, Lincoln, whether it's uh, Kennedy, whether it's Garfield, whether it's Reagan. Thank God not Trump. But anybody that's tried to mess with this this global system that's been in place for for quite a while, bankers are you know one of the one of the oldest <laughs> one of the oldest uh, professions. You have uh, prostitution, you have politics, and you got banking, right? So those are like the three oldest uh, professions. Anyways, yeah. um, when when you look at uh, the way the banking system is currently set up, it's this this global faction that is touching every single aspect of our lives. Um, and the presidents in the past that have tried to stop that and make our country sovereign in its own independence um, of creating its own monetary policies and supply, um, those people usually, whether it was Jackson even, I think there was numerous attempts on his life, uh, they always came up against fierce opposition. Um, and, but that is a way that a country can become very, very stable, sovereign, secure, and not have to worry about crazy inflation, have to worry about crazy policies of some global entity. Um, and so there's that train of thought that you know central banks are, are very bad. Um, what, what I think Trump is doing is I think he's um, already done it, actually. I think he's in the process of ending the Fed. If you look, uh, when you hear interviews from like uh, Powell saying things like, uh, I work for Steve Mnuchin, and Steve Mnuchin, of course, works for Trump, that tells you that the Fed is now placed within the Treasury, and you've got um, uh, like uh, Blackwater, you've got uh, BlackRock, um, you know, is buying all these uh, SPVs, these special purpose vehicles, uh, buying up all these assets, putting it into the Treasury. The Fed ends up holding all the debt. Trump is the bankruptcy master of the universe. This guy is extremely freaking smart, especially when it comes to, well, everything, but super smart, too, when it comes to bankruptcy. So what I think he's going to end up doing is bankrupting, bankrupting the Fed, moving all the assets into the Treasury. The Treasury then you know, holds all the assets. That's then the people's wealth of sorts. You know, the United States, we're not part of that central bank um, you know, scheme anymore. As far as the global reset, I don't know that that would, I don't know as far as a currency reset, I think there'd be like maybe some restructuring um, of the dollar because you're gonna have, you're gonna have some ratios you're gonna have to work with and you know, it's gonna take some, it's gonna take some monetary policy wizards to figure this stuff out, but there'll have to be some kind of um, new ratio, you know, debt to dollar, uh, whatever that's gonna be. And then uh, Trump, I believe, believes in uh, solid money, and so you're going to have it backed by something. Uh, people always keep saying it's going to be backed by gold, but I don't think that's really what it's going to be. I think it's going to be backed by, I don't know, it could be backed by gold, silver, platinum, palladium, businesses, stocks, bonds. It could be backed by real estate, property. It could be backed by all kinds of different things. Any any asset of sorts, I don't know what he's going to do, but I think eventually we'll probably end up with some kind of asset-backed currency that'll end up, you know, giving it, you know, it, it won't be just pure fiat, where it's just something they're just completely just printing into oblivion, like in 1913, when it all started with the Fed, um, you know, right through the creature of Jekyll Island, Dr. You know, Gerard Griffin, great guy, great book, I don't know if you've ever read it, uh, I'll give you a crash course and all this stuff really quick, but um, 
Yeah, I think we're going to end up with a sound currency. I think we're going to end up moving away from the central banks. I think you're in the process of seeing the Fed get uh, bankrupted right now. Um, and I think we're going to have, um, yeah, I think we're going to have a sovereign, free country from all that central bank nonsense sometime in the next four years, something like that. One of the theories that I heard, because um, you know Trump has a space force, right? He's going to build his space force, and uh, they're going to go up and uh, they're going to go mine um, asteroids and pull all the all the uh, metal precious metals that are worth trillions of dollars and bring it back down back down to the world and you know there you go there's your precious metals that'll back up your dollar right yeah you all the you all the material you could ever want you know that you know that's these are the crazy things that i've heard but i, I just thought that would be interesting if that happened if, if there was a president to do it it would definitely be trump to do it yeah he keeps talking, talking about, about you know first woman on, on on the moon and first astronaut on mars so who knows maybe he's going to be up there with his mind rigs right instead of mining cryptocurrencies you'd be up there mining you know asteroids right and bringing all the all the materials back down to earth but um, yeah right yeah exactly oh and the way that ties into gold and silver um when you have the re whenever they re i guess evaluate whatever the price of the dollar is going to be there's going to be a period of time where the dollar is going to go crazy. You know what I mean? It's going to be like if it's a dollar a day, it's going to be like if something costs a dollar a day, it might cost seven or eight dollars. You're going to see gold. It's going to probably 7x or something like that. Whatever that multiple is, whatever that inflationary rate is, you'll see gold and silver probably do something on par with it. And so if you're holding that, whenever you think you're getting close to the top of that high inflation rate before there's that reset, that's when you would dump your precious metals into more assets, things like you know real estate. I'm a big real estate guy. I own probably one of the biggest real estate uh, you know holding companies in Nevada. Not to mention you know software companies and, and <laughs> construction service companies in California. But um, that's assets are incredible because it doesn't matter. I think even if you buy cars or you know you can't afford a house, so you buy something that is physical, something that's worth something. When that dollar gets reevaluated, whenever that inflationary period, that craziness, it's going to happen for a little bit of time, that asset's going to go up with it. So it's going to be worth more. And so that would be a good time, I think, to exit and then to put it into something else. If you had a car and you wanted a house, you know, you could right. use that car to put the down payment on the house. It's not going to be able to pay for a house because the house is going to do the same thing as a car. But you know what I mean? You'd be able to do something right, like right. that. But uh, I think that's coming sometime. Super interesting, man. Yeah, that's... I don't mind getting schooled up on things I don't know. That's for sure. That's uh, that's really it's really interesting. Like, it would be great if, if if all of our debt got you know. I, I would love to wake up and find out my debt's gone. <laughs> you know, just completely wiped out. Someone hit the button. Trump hit the button and it's gone. That that'd be uh, that'd be off. Yeah, that would be pretty freaking incredible. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I do think he's going to do that to um, maybe college loans, maybe some medical debt, possibly. Um, yeah, I, I think. Yeah. Maybe some taxes. I think we're going to see some big tax cuts uh, coming. Um, I was surprised he didn't do it before the election. Um, like I know something that'd be really good is if he, uh, you know, removed or at least cut the capital gains taxes astronomically, as well as the federal taxes. Because I mean, think about it. I mean, if you're in California, you know, you could be paying if Newsom has his way, like a total of like 62, 63 percent taxes. It's it's ridiculous. I saw somebody in here uh, from California. Uh, they said they had a Harley, I think, and they were they had to pay like uh, something in tax. Let me see if I can go back up and find it. But um, yeah, there was somebody here from California too. And the, the crazy thing is, is you know these taxes, you know they're just they're kind of a form of enslavement on the people because when you can see 
these billions and billions of dollars that are being shipped off to all these other countries, you know, that are leaving America in, you know, we're, those are our tax dollars. You know, I thought we had a say in this. You know, why is that, uh, why is that happening, right? I mean, why are we paying all these taxes, especially when you just saw them hit the print button and just created a third more, you know, money? They basically just increased the monetary supply by 30% or more. <coughs> oh, here we go. So Brett Octane says, all I know is California taxes are insane. I just got my registration for my Harley-Davidson Street Glide, 461 bucks for a freaking bike. Yep, exactly. That's a uh, good old DMV. Wow. Yeah, good old California. It's, uh, yeah, but the taxes are nuts, man. Taxes are crazy. And I think, um, anyways, yeah, he'll probably remove um, student loan debt and cut taxes a lot. Because like I said, if he cuts the Fed taxes, then he cuts the capital gain taxes, um, and then he cuts taxes for middle America, that's going to help the employers, and that's going to help all the employees, and it's going to help just make America you know, great again. Because we don't need all these taxes, especially when they're just setting fire at all the money or just you know <laughs> doing all kinds of crazy fraudulent things with it. Yeah, or it's uh, being smoked out of a crack pipe. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got here? Uh, let's see. Crypto Stan. What is up, Crypto Stan? I haven't talked to you in a while, bro. He asked about a, a Monarch update. I will do a video soon. We have some really amazing things coming, all right? But I don't want to talk about that in this video. But lots of cool stuff coming. Uh, let's see here. You see any questions in there? It'd be great uh, if you guys get an at. Yeah, people were. Uh, I know this Daniel pops. Just, Scott, how about the Looking Glass project? You had a few. You had a few amazing videos on that subject. The uh, the Looking Glass episode is what um, ultimately ended up putting my channel on the map. Um, that got picked up by uh, you. Might you know Sam Tripoli? He's I know the a, name. I know the name. I, I don't know him. He's got a big podcast. Uh, he's a comedian out in LA. He's he's a he's he's a pretty he's got a pretty uh, big following. Um, I ended up on his channel, and uh, me having 500 subscribers going on his channel, he had 70,000 at that time. I'm like, why the hell does this guy want to talk to me? Um, but I did the uh, I did the uh, Looking Glass uh, episode, uh, episode, and that's that goes and we don't have we don't have to dive into all that. That's some really uh, heavy, deep stuff with uh, spiritual stuff, and uh, you know. Um, I don't know. She said, how about the Looking Glass project? I mean, what's going to happen, Danielle? I'll probably end up doing, I still have the Project Looking Glass episode. It's on my bit shoot. Um, I, I, I was able to back that one up. Once the election's over um, and we get away from, the, from all the COVID stuff and, you know, all this political stuff, I'm going to be doing more projects like uh, the UFO stuff and the spiritual things and things like Project Looking Glass. So I'll be, uh, right now, it's, that's not the appropriate time. That's why, you know, Right now, it's like talking about anything else seems kind of weird um, with all the other shit going on just in our own country and yourself. But uh, those things are coming. And uh, as soon as the election's over, I'll be starting all that stuff up. Very cool. Very cool. What is up, Shahid? What is up, my brother? How you been? And then, uh, see, Ahmad says he needs some prayers. So give some uh, prayers to Ahmad. doesn't say uh, what for, but uh, Ahmad Zahir. Give him, some, give him some prayers, peeps. What else we got here? You see anything else there? Uh, let's see. Someone said, what is up with Dorsey? Thin his jacket hanging on him. Yeah, when I, I watched that whole uh, the whole thing with Dorsey, and Dorsey looked like garbage, man. He looked, he looked homeless, and he had the Obama, you know, the Osama Bin Laden beard going on. And honestly, I think I thought he was high, to be completely honest. The way his eyes were blinking and everything, I, he didn't seem, he didn't seem okay. 
Let's put it that way. I don't know if it was because he hates the people that were grilling him or just hates the fact that he has to answer for any of his actions because you know these big tech guys, the minute they turn that camera off, it's back to business as usual until Congress gets serious with them. That's the only thing that's going to change. And that's why, you know, when we watch these hearings, I try not to get mad because really it's just a show. These hearings are a show for the public to get now, now clips to get out on Twitter and social media. Um, but yeah, Dorsey looked like he just, he obviously doesn't care. He's, he was literally censoring, his team was censoring um, the border, uh, the head of the border control while the, uh, while the, uh, the hearing was happening. So, you know, and they, like you said, they, they unlocked uh, the New York Post uh, Twitter today, but look how much backlash and how much pressure it took. And uh, even Jack, this is why Jack was pissing me off. He's like, all they have to do is delete the tweet and they repost it. <laughs> like, dude, who, it doesn't matter. You were wrong. <laughs> you literally said you didn't know, like, you didn't have any evidence of it. And even Zuckerberg said the same thing. So you were wrong. You need to correct this. And what, it took a second. The guy went in, whoever their guys were, probably deleted it, and they were back up. They, he owns the company. The guys are all IT guys. They can go in and do stuff like that. Give me a break. Yeah, I mean, it took Zuckerberg, what, five minutes to log on because he was by himself and didn't understand how to use Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty funny. I did. That was pretty bad. Yeah, you got Dorsey looking like, um, I don't know, he lives in San Francisco under Pelosi's rule. You know, they're on the sidewalk. You know, he looks like he looks like a homeless dude, man. He doesn't look like, you know, the CEO of Twitter. I mean, and I'm, you know, they went down like, what, 20-something percent today on the stock market, so... And- huge drop and that's that's got to be an eye-opener for uh whoever their investors are and all that stuff like hey that's what we were kind of hoping was going to happen with youtube when we got purged like a huge backlash because the the fact that we all got purged off of youtube was uh there were so many things that were with it like when we all got the funny thing was we all got all the same channels that got purged we all got demonetized around the same time back in march which we knew we're like why don't you just delete us now like demonetizing us and keeping us up, like we know what you're doing. And then we found out as the year was going on, our reach was getting cut down almost as, as much as 80%. And we were still putting up tremendous numbers despite getting shadow banned like that. So I can't even imagine the damage we would have been doing. Um, but the fact that they were willing to cut off advertisement to us had to have taken a huge hit. That had to hit their income at least a little bit for advertisers not to be able to... Uh, advertise with us and you're telling me that you couldn't find any republican more conservative friendly advertisers out there because it's not just not just democrats you know it's not just blue on the blue side there's definitely businesses that are on you know the truth side as well but um so you got that going on and i I, and then i find out later on like it was about two months ago um that somebody hit me up and like hey scott you know there's joe did you get monetized again because there was joe biden ads running on your videos I was like, what? And I literally went back to the video and there it was, man. A video of me literally trashing Joe Biden. A Joe Biden ad was being played on my videos. But yet in March, I was told because I was using a certain speech that I couldn't be monetized. But I'm still okay to get to have your ads put on my videos to have the, uh, your nominee get advertised like that. So it, it just, that's why I was hoping like maybe the backlash was going to be enough for YouTube. Like, yo, we really screwed up here. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. But I honestly, man, I don't think they care. I don't, I don't, their business model, they don't care about that either. Yeah. I, I think that what we're seeing here is what Trump's always talked about was the the fake and corrupt media and the social media is in bed with them and he's fighting them too. And I think you're not going to see anything <clears throat> really change 
on the social media side of things until after the election, until after Trump wins again. Because these people, they're scared. You know, they realize the stuff that they've been doing is criminal. And so why in the world would they, you know, a few days before the election, you know, change course? Be like, okay, you're right. <laughs> we'll do the right thing. We'll, we'll ensure that, you know, that Trump wins. <laughs> so that way we all go to the pokey at best, right? You know, it's like, yeah, no, these, these guys, they're in it. You know, they're in it for the long haul. So in the long haul is obviously election day. So, and then after election day until, you know, Trump, you know, there's going to be some probably civil unrest. I mean, you're going to have like California is going to take 17 days to count ballots. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like nine in North Carolina. There's, so it's going to be a mess, you know, for, for a while, I think. But I really think we're going to have a definitive winner uh, probably on the night of the election. I really think you're going to see Trump just win because he's got so many states, the Electoral College. Um, I think he's going to win no matter what. But I think there's still going to be that, you know, my favorite my favorite sequel of all time, not my president, you know, the <laughs> not my president, you know, the, the liberal tears, the screams, you know, that's going to start up again. It's going to be great. I'm going to have that bobblehead with Trump and his middle fingers up again for all <laughs> for all the haters. <laughs> There's that video, they, you know, they put a montage. It was it's in one single video, but it's it's a it's a um, it's a video of all the uh, liberal mostly women they're all screaming and talking literally at the same time it sounded like the bowels of hell yeah like it, it and they're all crazy white chicks man you know <laughs> and it, they, in their cars yeah they love this scream and do this shit in their car it's oh, really crazy stuff man but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great night tuesday i'm so looking forward to it i'm, I'm super excited Oh, geez, we got a ton of questions that came in here. I wish, uh, man, to make it easier on us, if you got questions, uh, do like a at Crypto Beatles, so make it make it red for me, <laughs> so that way we can, uh, yeah. we know it's a question. All right, peeps, uh, what is up with Dorsey? Okay, that was what he just said. Yeah, Dorsey, yeah, he, he looked uh, homeless for sure. I, I would have thought, you know, he would have looked that way, um, you know, maybe after his stock tank, 21%, not before it. But. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with him. You know, I think he's in deep with a lot of these people. I think he's into some things yep. that might come out a little bit later. I really believe it's private groups, man. You know about. I them. really believe those that um, some corruption is going to be exposed, and you know, I've heard some crazy stories of what could, what could possibly happen and stuff with him. But there's rumors. There's certainly rumors about uh, things that he's done. So, yeah, I would imagine he's in pretty deep, and that's what Trump's been talking about for a while, as well as our our favorite. Uh, our favorite letter of the alphabet. Um, see, Ahmad Zaire says, can we earn from this video? Um, no, this is YouTube. So, And no, I don't monetize any of my videos, nor do I take any sponsorships. I do everything for free, my man. Let's see here. Danelia Pop. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Scott. Amazing stuff. So, I must... Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Let's see. I can't tell questions and statements. All right. Shahid, what is up? Feel free to jump in if you see one. Yep, I'm looking too for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So have either of you seen Man in Black, Joseph Spencer video? That comes from Emerald Pie 432. Nope. I have no idea what that is. I've seen Man in Black. Never seen Man in Black, though. No, oh, I'll have to check it out. Sorry, Emerald. See, Anna says, uh, focus on Hunter. What about Killary and her axe swept? That's a great point. Yeah, I wonder when that stuff's going to start coming to light. I mean, we saw, geez, who was it? It was uh, the Falcon guy, man, you know, Benghazi and uh, Iran. I wonder when that's going to come to light, right? Because that's got Obama, it's got Clinton, it's got everybody in it. It's got, uh, got 
freaking uh, Osama in it too. <laughs> yeah, th I, that was one of the last things I covered before the channel got taken down. Um, Pompeo, um, Secretary Pompeo said he was going to be releasing Hillary emails before the election. Here we are Friday night, man. <laughs> I don't know if that was a head fake. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, if, the, this, is, this is the thing. I, I think Trump is so confident he's going to win that after the election, it's going to, it's going down. It's absolutely going down. All, all these crimes are going to expose. And if, if that, I, I believe that Falconer guy was definitely telling the truth because a lot of it makes sense with everything that we know about it. Um, if, 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 if Biden and Obama were willing to sign off on these deals with China, what's stopping them from, from uh, killing off a few, uh, some, uh, some seals, Navy seals to uh, make some deals with Iran to, uh, you know, to line their pockets even more. Nothing's off the table as far as I'm concerned. So I, it's, it's got to get exposed. These people, if it's not exposed with Trump, the faith in the justice system, I believe, is never going to be, um, never going to get restored after that. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you got a guy coming out, you know, with uh, the recordings, you know, allegedly proof. I mean, I heard a couple of the, uh, the audios. Um, I mean, it sounds pretty legit. Um, but again, it needs, we need some, some sunlight on it, right? We need some good old vitamin D. So that way uh, we can find out, you know, whether it's true or not. But man, if it is, wow, that is, uh, that is crazy. It says, uh, currently, uh, is Tony Bobolinsky protected by a SEAL team? Yeah, he said he's protected by um, a retired SEAL team that he hired. So an ex-SEAL team that's protecting his family. At least that's what he said on, uh, I believe on Tucker, if I remember right. Yep, that's true. Yeah, he... That's how you know it's serious. Because I'm sure you heard that uh, the Tucker Carlson story where they were getting, they were mailing that flash drive um, through UPS and it disappeared. Yep. Like a good, a solid day, and uh, they 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 did an investigation and they found it, and they again they said they did a full investigation, but they haven't they haven't really given any details as to exactly what happened, which is really scary, man. Because Tucker put out a tweet yesterday with a screenshot, and uh, literally says. Someone's got to be reading our text messages. Yep. That only way. And you want to talk about deep state. This stuff's real, man. People do not want this information getting out. Yeah, that's what Tucker said. He's like, it doesn't concern me that the package was missing. It concerns me that they were reading our messages. <laughs> so, and then the package, I guess, was was found. You know, the, the letter itself or the package itself was, was open and they found that, but the contents they didn't find. And then supposedly, you know, the parcel service says, oh, by the way, we found your contents. So somebody opened it. Somebody took, you know, the contents out. Somebody probably made a copy of it. Who knows? I'm speculating. Yep. And they're like, oh, here it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that definitely tells you somebody is uh, paying attention to what they're doing. Uh, let's see. Emerald says, uh, the MIB uh, Joseph Spencer video is right up Scott's alley with ETs and Corona etc. Y'all got to check it out. So we will check it out. Emerald Pi 432. Maybe I'll check it out tonight. It's uh, I've never heard of it, but it, it, is, it, is it on YouTube or where can I find it? If you guys can let me know. I can just Google it too, but if you guys know, just let me know. Alright. We got Arizona for oh, Trump. I saw somebody write, um, Scott, can you, can you, what do you guys think of putting your own platform all together? Uh, Wayne, I can tell you about that. Um, I can't give too many details, but that is that has been being worked on. It is being worked on since the day we got deplatformed. Uh, just because we're all spread out right now, we're not really spread out. We're all on the same platforms, but we are we are all connected outside of this uh, outside of this of YouTube and all these uh, social media platforms. We talk to each other every single day, most of the day, and uh, that's already being done. 
So uh, when that gets uh, ready to be launched, everybody will know about it and everybody will be able to find us all in the same place. And uh, you guys will have an easy, convenient way of accessing us. So that is being worked on. Very cool. Then you get, uh, I find it uh, very, probably intelligent or INT at you. It says, um, what crime scandal do you think will bring down Obama? The nuclear deals, the Russia hoax, we're allowing Biden uh, to do all this. Dude, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. I mean, Any I don't of them? <laughs> Yeah, can we just pick one and just go with the, go with that one first? I mean, if for what I think, uh, what I think is going to happen, I think because you know Trump took this personally. They went after him and his family. They were, they were unmasking him and even his campaign staff. Um, I think he takes that very seriously, very personal. So if if I was Trump, I would go after Obama just solely for the uh, the treason that he committed. Um, in the non-peaceful uh, transfer of power with the whole spying on the campaign and what they did to General Flynn. Um, that's where I would personally start. And then if we want to go into everything else, let's dive into that. You know, That's where I would start, though. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Rose says, um, ACB with the other Constitution, uh, guardian judges will follow the Constitution. So if the electoral vote has a due date, yeah, election day, that's the due date. Anything beyond that is uh, non-constitutional. I know this. My uh, one of my great 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 uncles, Benjamin Franklin, helped write the Constitution. So that uh, really, well, huh? Really, that's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, my dad retired, and when he retired, he really got into genealogy, and so okay. he had a lot of time on his hands. And so he started going through, looking at our family tree, and figuring out all the people we were related to. And yeah, that was uh, that's one of the ones I'm definitely proud of. Dude, you got some uh, you got some good blood there, man. That's awesome. Yeah, good old Benny. <laughs> uh, let's see here after the election we can't sit back got to make sure work is getting done for the people 100 percent. let's see here what else it says do you guys believe all the arrest tribunal execution stories i don't Nana. at this point if if they get arrested they do their perp walk and they go to gitmo i'm not calling for people to die i never will um, but if, if they go to prison, the two-tier justice system is finally put to rest and people are actually held accountable in their transparency, that's ultimately what I want for our government and our republic going forward is a transparent, non-two-tier system where us, the people, and the government are on the same page about literally everything. Um, I'm not saying, I know there has to be national secret, I'm not saying everything, everything, but we know what's going on and now all this, uh, I, I personally think the mainstream media Trump's got to do something about the media when this is all over. That's, we still talk about how irrelevant they are, but they're not at the same time. They're still pushed out, major corporations, airports. They, they need an overhaul. And these journalists that they call themselves journalists, they're activists. They're, it has, Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, they can go do their own things somewhere else. But if they're going to sit here and, and, be, and be in these uh, White House briefings, it's a clown show. It's really, literally, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of our, everyone's time watching it. That's where I need, uh, I think the biggest changes need to come quick, um, along with big tech, but they're a part of the problem too. Mainstream media has got to be overhauled. Yep, you're 100% right. Uh, Chanel Rion, she's uh, trying to create, or she actually did create, you know, a new, basically, press club, you know, there for uh, for the White House. And so that'd be really interesting to see. Um, sort of getting a bunch of, you know, constitutional, libertarian, just, I, I mean, I guess just, Truthful media, right? It doesn't even matter what side they're on. Just truthful media. No, no, that's the thing. People always say, Scott, why are you are you Republican? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not either side. To be completely honest, I just 
I want people who are going to just tell us the damn truth. Unbiased. No, <laughs> no motives. And after that, whoever's idea wins best after that, we can debate about it. That's the country agrees. But that's where we'll go. I'm fine with that. Just stop lying to us all the time. Yeah, and then Karen Lee says, have uh, you heard anything about the 15 YouTube channels that went to court today? Well, Karen, we're talking with <laughs> one right now, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I think it's court going. Monday, isn't it? Yeah, our court date is uh, Monday at 9 o'clock. And what I'm going to be doing is um, we were actually, we're going to give you, we're going to have access to the Zoom link for the audio for that. And uh, we're going to try to get that out to as many people as possible. And be, after I say that, i got to put a disclaimer on that. When it does go out, nobody can record anything of it live broadcasting, whatever, do not record it. It is a, uh, it's actually a federal crime. Um, but we want to get as many people in the courtroom. It's a Zoom call. So this judge will see um, that people are taking this case seriously. And a lot of people are, um, they, they want to hear what's going on with it. So we don't know if it's going to help it, but, um, or, you know, that's, that's, uh, we think it's going to ultimately benefit us in some kind of way. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a Monday at nine o'clock Eastern. And, uh, we're gonna we're gonna listen in on that because I'm sure these judges are these uh, lawyers on Google, they're gonna say some nasty things about about, about us, um, what we talk about, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun hearing that, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous all the stuff that they put Trump through for the past let's just say four years and how it's all shown to be lies, but right. they're still out there talking, right? And then all the things that you're talking about. It's just opinions. You know, it's just, you know, stuff that you've, uh, you've based it in fact, or you found corresponding articles and you're just reporting the news. So one of the things that I found, just like, you know, one of the best disinfectants is sunlight. And so if you're able to put a bunch of, you know, a spotlight on this on Monday and they're, they know that they're, uh, they're being recorded, they're being watched, everything that's being said there, you know, is going to be held against them, you know, after the election. I think it's going to be pretty powerful if, if enough people show up. And I think between all these channels, my God, you're going to have so many. You're going <laughs> to. X-22 alone, man. He could get they, thousands of people <laughs> just with his channel alone. <laughs> I would, that's the funny thing. I, I, 108,000 subscribers. You have 102 on there. That's, you know, that's nothing to, you know, sneeze at. That's really good. But when you're getting numbers like Dave that's been doing this for years, who I honestly believe Dave should have his own show on cable television. He's got probably the most professional, most easy to digest. Like if you're a complete normie, he, he's the man. Sure. Um, but if, yeah, like you said, like his reach alone, he could get easily, you know, at least a few thousand in a zoom conference. <laughs> <laughs> like Biden, Biden couldn't fill up a single page, you know, zoom chat, right. For his rally, his digital rallies or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think Dave would take yeah. down zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it says, uh, Maria uh, Melendez. What's up, Maria? She says, um, did you guys see the video where a Patriot, where a Patriot called Biden out for lying about POTUS and the yeah. little crowd started chanting quid pro Joe at his own rally. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I think that was in San Antonio, Texas, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah that, that dude was not letting up. He said uh, he was bringing up this, you know, the quote when he was uh, raising the, the, the um, billion dollar loan over the Ukrainian uh, prosecutors saying because the guy was looking at it into Hunter. He was, uh, you know, fire that son of a bitch. Right, Joe? And you could tell by Joe's body language. He, he's caught, man, because every time he's caught, he just looks down and stares yep. at the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you got me. <laughs> he just like, he like boots down or something. He just like power downs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, boots, yeah he turns off his power, right? Yeah, kind of like Pelosi, you know. Yeah. Good morning. Oh, <laughs> Happy Sunday or whatever she says, you know. 
Dude, that was weird, man. Ugh. Yeah, every, every Sunday we see uh, the Daily Caller. They uh, they put out a it's the tele. I don't know if you ever saw the Teletubbies, but it was the Sun. Yeah, the baby Sun. But they just put Nancy's face in it, and it says Sunday morning. <laughs> Happy. Every <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing now, and now we we expect it. It's great. I love it, especially with that. Uh, you know, is it the, the reboot uh, noise from Windows? I use a Mac, but yeah, <laughs> yeah the reset. <laughs> It was crazy, too, is um, when Biden was uh, at the debate. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I don't know if a lot of people saw this. I don't know if anybody's really paying attention to this. But after the debate was over, one of the cameras was still rolling. This is when they catch a lot of guys, you know, especially with masks. You know, they're and they're grilling the president at a press conference or something about how he should be wearing a mask. And as soon as he thinks the camera's off, he rips his mask off. He's over there hugging all his buddies. And yeah. Right? <laughs> well, after the debate, one of the cameras was still rolling. And so when Biden and his wife left the stage... I don't know, 30 seconds later, something like that, one of the staffers, one of his staffers, goes back up to the podium and quickly takes the iPad and then takes it away and walks off stage. He had a freaking iPad up there on the podium, dude, an iPad. People were wondering about, like, an I, you know, like an iWatch or something like that. But How did I not hear about this? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, crazy, dude, crazy. So everybody kept saying he was looking down. I'm like, dude, he's reading. And then I saw that video. I'm like, ah, I knew it. <laughs> He wasn't powering down. He was he was reading his next statement. <laughs> yeah, the debate commission probably gave him the iPad. Yeah, the questions <laughs> and then the answers. <laughs> yeah, right. And then the last question, they're just like, you know, SMH, you know, because he's like basically right. get rid of get rid of get rid of the oil industries, and they're just like, we give up. <laughs> he's like, damn it. Lose election now. Yeah. <laughs> Run for the exit, Joe. Run for the exit. <laughs> crazy man. That's, oh, so crazy. that's funny. See, Emerald Pie says, uh, everybody who got deplatformed should um, do a live together for an election day party. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're planning on doing something. Um, I got to figure out what stream I can um, I can do. But I, I know I know there's a, uh, I know Red Pill, I know there's a bunch of us that we've been talking that we're going to try to do uh, like a or like a really long stream where we're going to have a kind of an open uh, an open door of um, a revolving door of creators coming in and out on different platforms and and celebrating and all that good stuff because we're not on YouTube anymore. So we're not going to get banned for uh, putting out misinformation about the election as they're already saying, because all these platforms are already geared up to uh, say, do not, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to have uh, content or platforms announcing a winner until we know for sure, you know, the arbiters of truth. Um, so they know the answer. So chains are off for us over at DLive and Pilled. So we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be great if you guys all got together and then definitely make sure that you all post the link to the Zoom call, you know, on all your socials, every single channel, all your socials, have all your buddies post them. Yeah. That would yep. be pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. Karen says, I think Dave uh, from X22 has many inside sources. Yeah. hundred um, <laughs> percent. See Emerald uh, Pi 432 again asks, uh, how concerned are you about deep fakes getting involved in politics? What do you think about that? I mean, deep fakes were uh, a topic that I, that was pretty hot when I started making my channel. Um, honestly, I don't. I I thought they would have been out by now. The damage, or at least attempted to use them by now, especially with the politicians like maybe Adam Schiff and uh, these guys, and maybe causing like a fake outrage situation where a deep fake was used, but this person knew it was going to be used and it caught to cause controversy. Um, but as far as I know, unless these deep fakes are really good, I. Nothing's happened with them, but I know that was a huge topic a couple of years ago or a year ago um, going into the election. Um, but as far as I know, 
that's the real Trump and that's the real Joe Biden as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely think that you're going to see some of it. I think, um, who was it? It was uh, one of the mainline you know, fake news sites were actually saying that the Hunter Biden photos and things like that were doctored and it's not really him and it is a deep fake. And so I see what she's talking about because they're already yeah. starting to play that card. They're like, oh, it's not really Hunter. It's just a, you know, it's a, oh. it's a Russia, Russia, Russia <laughs> thing or a China thing. Yeah, it was, it was MSNBC today. They put out that story. They had some fake dossier and, uh, and Twitter was allowing that to go, uh, that to go viral on, on our trend. And uh, they said none of it's verified, and they have this dossier pulled out of their ass just today from nowhere, um, saying it's disproving it. So, yeah, I guess you could say um, maybe deepfakes there. But I know there was, like, technology that was put out that was able to track deepfakes that was really good deepfakes. And that was kind of the last time I heard about them. But who knows now, man? I have no idea. Yeah, I just – I miss the old dancing elves. But we'll probably get those back around Christmas time where you can put your face on a dancing elf, you know. And <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, well, you know, we're, we're coming close to two hours in, man. So why don't you tell everybody, you know, maybe some closing thoughts, where they can find you, where they'll see you tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, in the pen comment will be all your links. But Yeah, yeah. Away. So um, and you guys can find me I'm on DLive. I'm on pill.net. You guys can go check out pill.net. That is a sensor-free platform that costs literally nothing. All you have to do is uh, you can do an email or a password, and you can also uh, you can sign up as an anon, completely anonymous on there too, if you like. Um, so pill.net is good. Um, Cloud Hub is great. Uh, Twitch, Periscope, and, uh, and and if you guys want to check out all my content, I just started uploading content to it. It's uh, wokesocieties.tv. That is going to have my all my stuff, the things I wouldn't even say probably in alternative platforms, uh, that's going to be the real uncensored uh, good stuff. That's going to be away from politics, all the, you know, the alien stuff, all the, all that good stuff. So um, I'm going to be there. And uh, again, you guys can always donate as a one-time donation to PayPal. I have a cash app. I'll give, I'll give Robert all these, all those links. Um, if you guys want to donate to me and uh, all that good stuff, as far as closing thoughts, um, everyone out there, whether you're a small account, you think you're insignificant, you're not insignificant, Everything that you have done up to this point, as far as red pilling people or um, doing what you can to do to get the truth out to your family, it's it's all been a conservative effort by all of us. And the truth is going to get out at some point, and it already has. And uh, when Trump wins uh, Tuesday night, it's going to uh, it's going to usher in a completely new age for I believe our country and the entire world and our entire world. And um, if you're going to go and do something for yourself, go and do it. Don't hold yourself back. I never thought my channel would ever get the attraction that it did. And here I am uh, going up against Google and YouTube, suing one of the biggest companies in the world. Um, so if I can do it, guys, trust me, I'm not anyone special. You can do it too. Start a podcast, start a channel, get your truth out there. Because when uh, Trump wins, there's going to be a huge, huge need um, for a new media. And uh, we're already starting it. And there is more. There's, the internet's big enough for everybody. So uh, go do your thing and go out and vote. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely people need to go out, show up and vote in person. Don't let them mess with your ballots. You guys already know all that stuff. I'm, I'm sure Zuckerberg and everybody else and all your social media platforms, you know, every time you, you turn them on, it's like, you know, vote. Here's your, here's your polling stations. Here's this, here's that. But yeah, definitely get out there and vote. Show people, you know, exactly how you feel using your pen. Also, you know, for say the first 25 people, if you guys want to learn about uh, blockchain, Bitcoin, any that kind of stuff, I will send you a book. For free, just uh, email me at cryptobeetles at gmail.com. Free book. 
Again, it's called uh, the Bitcoin and Blockchain Booklet. I will just send it to you so that way y'all can learn about some blockchain if you want to. On the channel here for, for some of the people that um, aren't used to coming here, we uh, typically cover... We used to cover a lot of blockchain, a lot of crypto. We still cover a little bit about a little bit of that stuff, but a lot of people have been asking me to help with, um, you know, personal development, you know, self-help, teaching them how to, you know, create wealth or better themselves. And I've uh, been blessed by God and have a, a ton of experience in building businesses and very successful businesses. So, been doing that for people as well as um, some of the uh, the political side of things because it is so important right now to uh, get the truth out, to get um, just alternative, yeah. you know. Um, points of view, I guess, after the people when we're being censored pretty much on every platform. So anyways, um, Scott, it was a pleasure having you on, um, you know, here anytime for you. Uh, I know you're going to win. I know you're going to get your channel back. You know, it's a little, it's a little crappy man. break in the most important time, you know, right? But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I appreciate it, man, that you had me on here, that you uh, got me out to more people. That's all I can ask for right now. Yeah. When I have my channel back, um, I'll have you on too, and we can celebrate together. You got it, brother. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody in the chat, I love you. God bless you. Stay awesome and go vote. All right. God bless. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or P. 